Hello, beautiful people. It is Overreaction Monday, December 12, 2022. In this sports show, that's incredibly dumb. Live from Thunderdome starts all right now. Football just wrapped up its Sunday slate of its 14th NFL season. Let's remember there's only 18 Sundays in the regular season this particular year. We must enjoy them all. Going forward, we have four left. Let's go ahead and enjoy that. There's Saturday games coming up this week, oh, but yeah. let's talk a little bit about yesterday's action. So the Bucks are dead. Sorry yeah. about it. The brand new Lions are alive. The Cowboys sneak by, as do the Chiefs and the Bills. The Niners seem to be atop the tops, and... The NFL is just getting started. There's been teams that have already been eliminated from contention, basically. There's teams that are around that we didn't think would be around just five weeks ago. There is so much to talk about. Joining me every single day live on this stage in the studio are two men that sit at a table that are called Toxic, who are not only hilarious and insightful, but men who bring a great aura every single day. They step behind a microphone. That's at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. And then one half of the hammer, Don Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. Boys, let's just... uh, Steelers lost to the Ravens. Backup oh, quarterback man. at home. Sorry, Anyways, Tony. let's move on. Mm-hmm. That's a tough go. Mitch was, is a backup quarterback playing at home, yeah. Oh, I was talking about Huntley playing away oh, in yeah. Acrisure oh, uh, with what happened to the Steelers losing to the Ravens. No big deal. Good game, though, huh? Yeah, hey, good, good game. Good battle. It was a good battle. Wiz Khalifa was there. I seen him. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Shout out. electric. Yeah, did, halftime performance was great. Fucking crushed it. All right, good. But anyways, Ravens are in the lead in the AFC North. That's fascinating because what Cincinnati Bengals are doing right now is amazing. Watching Joey Burrow spin the rock has become something that I think every person should seek out doing. He can throw the rock into a keyhole right now and displays it every single week. How about what the Niners did just yesterday? Mm. Now, everybody's going to talk about the Bucs being dead and Tom Brady obviously having free agency coming up. Ian Rappaport and Tom Pellicero reported that just yesterday, before all the games kicked off, that Tom has all his options on his table. He becomes a free agent after this year. He hasn't had this type of setup since the last time whenever he left New England to go to Tampa Bay. With the way this team looks, with how bad they look. Now, the Niners are going to make a lot of teams look bad. Mm -hmm. And Brock Purdy appears to be a pretty good quarterback Uh in the NFL. He had an MRI on his oblique. We will keep our eye on that because the Niners can't afford losing Brock Purdy at this point after losing Jimmy G. Now, we don't know what's next, but what we do know is Mr. Irrelevant. (laughs) Irrelevant no longer. That's right. Oh, 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 oh. That's right. A lot of those jokes happening on microphones yeah. everywhere around the sports world, but it's real. Brock Purdy has balled out. Brock Purdy seems to be in a perfect situation with that offense, too. Now, remember, and this is not a knock, this is the team that gets a win, and this is the team that's coached by Shanahan. Jimmy G had like nine pass attempts in a championship game a couple of years back, and everybody was talking about, is Jimmy G even worth paying because he doesn't have to do anything in the system? Now, he would have to go on to make a couple of throws. He missed one uh, in the Super Bowl, and that led to a conversation about whether or not he's a guy going forward, but any team can have a system that can operate and win you games, and I'm not saying every team has it, I'm just saying you get the proper offensive guru in there, the system's going to win you games, but at some point, at some moment, you're going to need a third and nine, you're going to need a third and twelve, you're going to need a fourth and ten, fourth and eleven, if you're going to want to win the Super Bowl, win the big one, so you're going to have to have a good quarterback. The run game obviously carries you through. Stopping the run a big deal. Old school football seems to be in, but at some point down the stretch here, the team that's going to win a Super Bowl or the teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl are teams that have a quarterback that can fucking make a play when they need it late in the game that fucking matters late. And I think Purdy has proven he could be that guy. Sure. Sits in the pocket, seemingly has... 
you know, precision on his ball, his accuracy on his ball, always had so much so that a report came out that when he met with Saban because he was offered to go to Alabama coming out of high school, Saban said, you know, you're not, you're kind of undersized, you don't run the ball well, uh, that well, your accuracy isn't that great, and we'll kind of, you know, we'll work on all those things, kind of selling Bama as being a place that you'll grow and become better and be mm-hmm. potentially better. Yeah. And Purdy left that and said, this guy doesn't know football. <laughs> I'm like the most accurate player of all. Like, literally, the only thing I have is accuracy. I can put this football on a goddamn bullseye if I have to anytime I need to do it. He's showcasing that. And also, the system will certainly help him. His teammates seemingly love him. Let's hope the oblique is okay. I think that's the oblique. Yeah, I think so. Sure. Yeah. Oblique's Mm -hmm. in there somewhere. I have no idea. I don't know what happened. Hope he's okay. But on the flip side, yeah, Brock Purdy. I mean, he's a pretty good player, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Dancing. And he can move. Uh-huh. Now, I assume he's a great athlete. I should have known he was a great athlete because of how he's kind of handled himself. I assume growing up, he was the best athlete in every sport that he played. Mm-hmm. I assume he could beat everybody in most sports that they play well at who didn't go professional. He can move. We shouldn't act like we, we didn't know that, but we're learning a lot about him mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks. But also, we're learning about this Bucks team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, they won three out of the last four. I put that tweet out. I said, are the Bucks getting exposed right now? A lot of people said, here's somebody who hasn't watched football year or something like the Bucks have been terrible it's like I agree but they've won three out of the last four yeah. for whatever reason they've been able to kind of do some Tom Brady shit yeah. kind of sneak in some wins get some wins last second uh heroics out of Tom Brady it's like they were actually winning in the lead in the NFC South now are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gonna go and win the NFC South yes because the rest of the NFC South, aside from the Panthers, who might be, in, yeah. who might be getting hot out of nowhere, nobody understands. Nobody really wants to win that one. Maybe. So they're going to get in. They're going to have a tough opponent. And there'll be an early exit out of Super Wild Card Weekend is how we're all kind of prophesizing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ending of the season. You could see that, how they just get their blo- fucking doors blown off them Can't. by that Niners team. Oh. Offense, defense, but you name it. They got murdered by the Niners. Tom Brady's about to be a free agent. Hmm. Tom Brady's going to Las Vegas next year? Is that what everybody's just assuming? The dead cap for Derek Carr, if he gets cut by the Las Vegas Raiders, is $5 million. Allegedly, the salary cap's going up to 220.8. Mm-hmm. It's at 210 right now. Allegedly. These are all we don't know until the, the number's locked in. They got big money, obviously, with Crosby and Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams. So they're going to have to, you know, probably make moves anyway on that roster. Who knows what it'll look like next year. But Tom Brady back with Josh McDaniels in Las Vegas. With Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and a defense that they won all in on. Is that like the most obvious thing of all time? Is that what we're assuming is going to take place? And are we just completely writing off the rest of the season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because of how damn good that looks at Boston Connor? A man whose child... Childhood happiness revolved around the success of Tom Brady. Now doesn't seem to care about him that much. Is that what Tom's going to do in the future, we think? I mean, you have to assume that the Raiders are the team, strictly because of the weapons, like you just mentioned, Devontae, you know, Renfro, Waller. Maybe they franchise tag Josh Jacobs, kind of keep him around for another year because of how good he's been this year. And running back franchise tags, not. Exactly, not that Mm -hmm. bad. There are a lot of really, really good free agent running backs, but you might as well keep the guy that knows the system. And McDaniels. Like, McDaniels and Brady – I think that relationship hasn't been emphasized enough. Like with Bill O'Brien, you saw the spats between each other. What do you call him? Billy Teapot. Billy Teapot, yeah. Tea kettle. Tea kettle. Beast Bill O'B. Yeah. (laughs) He'll explode at any time. And then JJ Watt will say, hey, enough of that. Yeah. Or we're going to fight you. We'll fucking smack you in the mouth. Come here, Bill. 
Allegedly that happened yeah. in Houston. Yeah. Allegedly, well, that allegedly, that allegedly, happened. Allegedly, allegedly that actually yeah. happened. But all signs point to Vegas. Also the Dana White thing where he was almost going there oh, before Gronky. too. Yeah, and Gronky now Gronky is dominating the Fox Sports halftime show. My God, I've never seen anything <laughs> like it in my entire life. But with Brady. McDaniels, I think if anybody remembers that game uh, last year where it was Bucks, Patriots, and Gillette, the return of Brady, the hello, Adele thing that they did, all that. Oh, yeah. Remember that? After the game, McDaniels, Brady, big, big embrace. You know, they, they, I don't know if they were emotional. I know Tom was. I assume Josh was because last year, you know, the Patriots are what they are. But, no, I, I think he'll go to Las Vegas. I just don't see how he stays in Tampa. And if you saw, like, him and Mike Evans even on the sideline. Like, him and Mike Evans have been kind of – the stalwarts consistent with each other. Even them bickering, it just doesn't seem like it's. Well, they're well. just, you know, competitors are obviously sure. going to sure. have that happen every once in a while. And then he obviously missed him, I believe, the next drive. He went mm-hmm. down a little bit behind. Yep. Is he expecting Mike Evans to zing, zig, and Mike Evans zagged? That wasn't brought up on the broadcast. I don't know if that's a, something that maybe they saw that I couldn't see. But yeah, seemingly not on the same page. And to get fucking. The shit kicked out of them yeah, by a team that's going to be in there. Now, I think the Niners mm-hmm. obviously showcase that they're going to go. Joe Banner. Do you know Joe Banner? No. No, David. That. So. Yeah. yeah, I do too. David I do you know David Banner. Banner. Yeah. His brother. What's that song? David. David, David Banner. David, David Banner. 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 Not David Banner. By the way, massive respect. We don't know, actually. I don't know what David Banner's been up to no, since then. No. But I would at one point like to say, David Banner, thank you for yeah. your contribution. 15 years ago? Go, I don't Dave. know what David Banner's done. No. But back so, then? Please do not associate with me with anything that David Banner has done since I heard. David, David Banner. Banner. Yeah, please, <laughs> oh, since yeah. that moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways, not David Banner. Even though we do appreciate his contributions to all of our childhoods yes. 15 years ago, 10, whatever, 20 years ago, whatever it was. Joe Banner, he was a general manager. No shit. Yeah. Of a fantasy football team. No, no, actual NFL team. Oh, okay. Yeah, he quote tweeted my tweet uh, where I said something about spending, I, who knows, I forget exactly what I was saying. McCaffrey. Yeah, mm-hmm. talking about McCaffrey. Oh, yeah, the deal working uh, for McCaffrey yep. and them spending money and spending picks and getting McCaffrey because there was some Carolina Panther fan who tweeted and said, we got four picks for Christian McCaffrey. Like, we won that or whatever. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I cannot yeah. take this right now. And the Lions people are going to say that they won that stuff. The Rams won a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl. So what clear. are you guys trying to do? Are you trying to win a Super Bowl? What is the goal? Or is the goal to win some games in a regular season so you can have like a kind of okay NFL season where you're like, yeah, that was a fun on Monday. Or like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, like, what is, I don't know. the goal of the NFL in my eyes... My dumb, dumb eyes, okay? Stupid eyes. The brain behind the eyes, stupid. We're trying to win a fucking Super Bowl here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However we got to do it, let's win a Super Bowl. So the Rams trade for Matthew Stafford. They won a Super Bowl. People say the Lions won that trade. I, the Rams won a Super Bowl. That, is that not Makes no trade? sense. Now, the Rams are dead. Right. Currently yeah. dead. But it's also because Matthew Stafford got hurt, and also they didn't play anywhere near the level of football that they were playing last year after they get the Super Bowl. Did they have a Super Bowl hangover? Maybe. What's the future look like? Who knows? But people are saying the same thing. Christian McCaffrey just had like 200 yards or something yesterday Mm -hmm. for the Niners. He's immediately become weapon number one for them. They trade Jeff Wilson out of town immediately after getting him in the first or the second game he plays for him. He throws a touchdown, receives a touchdown, runs a touchdown. It's like Shanahan's known this dude since he was a kid. And as soon as he found out that he could potentially get him on the team, he's like, fuck, all right, boys, I know you all have been working your asses off here. I know we've all had an 
incredible amount of success here together. I know how our offense has looked. And Debo, I know you're the guy that is, by the way, Debo did not have a major injury, which is great news. Huge. Huge. Who knows what it is, but great news. To, we'll be talking to Lil Latte, Jordan Schultz here Hell in yeah. about 16 minutes Ooh. or so. He was the first one to break the news that it's not major or significant. A lot of people say maybe it's the grass that was on the field oh, that potentially no. was causing that. But Christian McCaffrey has become their number one guy. In the whole George Kittle and Juice even and Ayuk and Debo and everybody on their team that has had a lot of success over there, they've just kind of said, like, yeah, dude, this is a different guy. He's a freak. This, he's a complete, we got a freak back here. We're cool with him getting the rock most of the time. We're cool with him becoming a guy who's taking some of our targets. The team seemingly has bought all the way in on McCaffrey, and there's obvious reason because he's so good, but that doesn't always take place. I think that that says a lot about the culture that has been created over there, and hopefully that hit on Purdy there. He's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus' face looked terrible. But McCaffrey turns these like little runs that could be seven yards into home runs. Mm-hmm. And I think we said that actually whenever we were breaking down a run in which the third stringer was getting the rock. I forget who it was before they traded for McCaffrey after an injury happened. There was like big runs. Guy was getting like seven, eight yards, and then at the end he'd be getting like shoestring tackle. It's like, hey, those plays right there, McCaffrey takes those to the house and he has done that ever since then it's like the Niners have won that trade thus far obviously Panthers get a big win yesterday future may be bright but if the Niners win a Super Bowl and Christian McCaffrey's the fucking main catalyst for that on the offensive side of the ball and you traded away a hundred picks for that who cares you won a Super Bowl Joe Banner told me that with the injuries that the Niners currently have and what the future's are, probably not going to win the Super Bowl. So the Carolina Panthers actually won this trade. Hmm. And that type of mindset is why other people follow in it. It's like, we're trying to win a fucking Super Bowl. Let's go get this thing, Ty. Also, if, I mean, like, you know, you can do revisionist history, but, like, there's a, not, not that Brock Purdy couldn't be, you know, great in his own right, but if they don't get Christian McCaffrey and then they lose Jimmy G, like I think we're seeing a much then then you're putting a lot more on the quarterback shoulders and Purdy or whoever else it, it would have potentially been like that guy is going to have to go out and win games on his own. So because they got McCaffrey, like losing Jimmy G wasn't the end of the world. It was like, all right, we just need the guy to come in to to get the ball to McCaffrey and some of other, our other weapons. And, and we don't have to put everything on his shoulders. Oh, they bullied that boxing match. Speaking of another team that just bullied a division rival. Okay, listen, this Eagles team, they're another team goes all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eagles team, Philadelphia, that's where Joe Banner was, by the way. Never won a Super Bowl. They oh. have had since he has left now. He had success, so we can't bury him too much. But him being in the position that he's in as a GM, basically stating like the picks mean more than the actual players, it's like, I don't think you're right. Like I personally there's a lot of people that agree with you. For whatever reason, I think the teams that are aggressive are the teams that win. And the teams that aren't aggressive are the teams that forever have to paint a story to their fans about what the future is going to look like because of how good these picks could potentially be. San Francisco, last pick of the draft is now their starting quarterback. What pick matters more? You tell me, number three or number 262? I'm not 100% sure looking at the future, so you don't know what you're getting in the picks. And only the bangers survive. There's only so many roster spots on each NFL team. I think a lot more picks fail than picks do and have success, or success, but we never talk about that because we just don't want to bury every single pick that has ever sucked uh we only talk about the people that are good give me the fucking playmaker give me the guy that can change the game and i know about it and give me cash over cap situation so you can fuck with the salary cap and manipulate that thing so you can actually get a better bang for your buck than every other nfl team that doesn't do it for instance the philadelphia eagles trading for aj brown paying that motherfucker immediately Mm -hmm. and now they are an unstoppable force obviously jalen hurts's development which dan orlovsky said he's the 
best, most improved, most progressed quarterback he's ever seen in his life or whatever from a couple years ago to now. Well, Josh Allen, you know, I mean, there's a lot of yeah, conversation you can be had absolutely. there. Mm-hmm. And Dan Orlovsky steps in that batter's box mm-hmm. every single time. Yep. And he fucking, he even does a leg lift. Oh, and oh, yeah. shows for it. As hard as he can every single time. But it is worthy of the conversation for Jalen Hurts about how much he has, you know, advanced his game. Going into the season, can Jalen Hurts be a quarterback on a team that can win a Super Bowl? Tone Diggs, this motherfucker can. Yeah. He is unbelievable. This Eagles team is fantastic. Sirianni. Sprinting down the sideline after touchdowns, mm-hmm. celebrating, Juice. not being mocked and ridiculed by his team. No, no, no. no. Dap-ups by yeah. everybody. They are a tight group. They're an aggressive unit. Obviously, you sign Linval Joseph and Indomitian Sue on the defensive side of the ball. You bring in A.J. Brown. You have Devontae Smith make these types of catches as if it's no big deal, and he's the number two on the team. Devontae Smith, who is a weapon, mm-hmm. a stallion, an uncoverable unit, he's the number two on the team for that other guy outside that they couldn't fucking cover. A.J. Brown. They are unstoppable. This team's going to go, huh? And what a come up for Philadelphia Eagles. They don't have a weakness. Like their O line's incredible. Their D line's incredible. Their secondary's incredible. They could run the ball. They could now throw the ball. Like last year, when they couldn't throw the ball and Jalen could not throw the ball, they would just load the box. They would stop the run. Like Tampa did it. Tampa just absolutely Mm -hmm. constricted them in the playoffs. But now, like they. They don't have a weakness at all. Like they can, they could do literally anything they want at any time. It seems like it's awesome to watch too. It's a fantastic thing. I mean, whenever you're talking about Jalen giving the ball to an Eagles fan and just a quick dap up, hey, after running in, no big deal. Wide open hole because their offensive yeah. line is better than every other offensive line. They have schemes that outsmart people and set defenses up mm-hmm. leverage wise to be fucked. <laughs> gives the ball to a fan, daps him up, walks off. A couple weeks ago, blues in his face. He just fucking gives mm-hmm. him a little thing and mm-hmm. walks off. A.J. Brown, Jason Kelsey. I mean, their whole team. Lane Johnson isn't isn't even talked about. He's one of the best offensive linemen in the history of football. It is a fucking real joy that this team exists. Now, the Johns are going to be loud. And we had to go through 20 years of massholes being able to be loud. A long 20 years. But you guys kind of stick to your... You know what I mean? Stick to your guns. No, but like your area. Oh, yeah. Everyone always goes home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you kind of stick. You don't have to deal with mass holes that much outside of. Sure. Right. Philadelphia people are fucking everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. And that, that's a sickness. Kind of a plague, yeah. 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 So what we're saying is we really appreciate the team, mm-hmm. the Eagles. But if they do, and we can say this because the way the contracts seem to be constructed, mm-hmm. the way everybody's acting over there, the success that they're having just now. Think about in a year or two, whenever they can check back to things that they're installing right now. Yeah. Just out of no, that's what the fucking Patriots were able to do for mm-hmm. so long. Tom and Josh McDaniels and everybody on that Bingo. team were able to kind of just have years and years and years of shit to tap into and be like, hey, you remember when, boom, yeah, you're doing this, we're doing, we're doing that next drive or whatever. It wasn't in the game plan. wasn't something that the defense could prepare for because it's from fucking two years ago. But then you're able to just pull it out when you need it. I had the opportunity to watch, obviously, fucking Peyton do his yeah. thing. Watching them just kind of – I wish I could, I could have been older in my career while I was watching it because I was able to just sit next to conversations that were happening that were like fucking – just yeah. like yeah. the highest of – Hall of Fame level. Just conversations happening like, hey, you remember when team from two years ago did this 
And then we ran to boom and then the bam or whatever, like just the way they were saying it. And then you see the person like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then that came off top of like, yeah, like piecing it to get the puzzle together almost on a sideline. Like those adjustments that people talk about. And then everybody just being like, okay, who wasn't here for that? That This person wasn't. You go to them, hey, they, when you're in need, you do this instead of that, whenever. And every, it's just like you had that rep a thousand times, mm -hmm. but you did it two years ago. The Eagles could become that. Like, with the way their contracts are set up, with the people they have at the positions that they have them at, core groups are very well taken care of mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future. They're only going to get better and better and better and better. And I know everybody talks about the Buffalo Bills being the top of the class, and we do too because we fucking love the Bills. Yeah, yeah very I'm, good. I'm a big fan of the Bills. I like the way they operate. They seemingly have that same crew, very mm -hmm. tight-knit group, very talented at all levels. Jordan Poyer's 9-0 and this season when he's on the field or when he's starting. Huh. But the very Eagles – there's another team that you look at, you're like, oh, a dynasty could be, hey, they might be creating a fucking dynasty in Philadelphia right now, and we're going to have to deal with the Johns potentially for the next 10, 20 years at this point. Yeah, and that's brutal because you know how, how terrible Philadelphia can be sometimes, yeah. even though they have the Liberty Bell and that cool stuff. But you always talk about it with quarterbacks. Rocky and, oh, yeah, Rocky, Rocky sure, Stasher, and all that other original bullshit. Cap. Yeah, Ben Franklin, all, all that Benjamin Gates. But you talk about how the quarterback on a rookie deal – like how important that is for teams. And it feels like Howie Rosen more than anybody else has taken advantage of that with the A.J. Brown, and he is another guy who fucked those picks. Give me the wide receiver right now instead of one of the rookie wide receivers that you know the Titans ended up going with, which might have led to John Robinson getting fired, but we don't know hey. that for sure. Titans. Yeah, it's yeah. falling apart. Hey, Jags, like. real quick. Congrats. Everybody's going to be talking about the Titans here. Everybody's mm -hmm. going to be talking about the Titans because of the, you know, number one seed in the AFC last year. I was talking about, you know, we got to talk about this team with Vrabel being a coach, always being in it because they give everybody a fight and we don't really know many people on their team. Derrick Henry pops off yesterday. Gets yes. going. Yeah. Second half, two yards. Not real. Right. You hit a fumble the, on it. The Jags just said no, no in the second half mm -hmm. to Derrick Henry. That's normally – the opposite. It's complete yeah. opposite. Yeah. Normally, first half, Derrick Henry gets rolling. The train leaves the station. <laughs> train leaves the station. Mm -hmm. Then in the second half, it's like, all right, now you're tired. Now the train is really just get off the tracks. Yeah. And it's kind of, they shut him down the second half completely. Trevor Lawrence makes some big-time plays. They had some electrifying touchdowns yeah. that took place mm -hmm. yesterday, and they demolished Killed the Titans. I mean, not just beat the Titans. In Tennessee – in front of so many country music uh, superstars, yeah. right. mm -hmm. in front of their fan base, Trevor Lawrence comes in there. That's a great catch. That, the, obviously, the throw, you know, people are going to say, was it the right decision or not? You know, this catch is fucking mm -hmm. filthy. Yeah, unreal. Filthy. <laughs> the, the Jags, maybe they're the new Jags. Are they going to win the Super Bowl this year? Absolutely not. Will they win the Super Bowl in three years? Potentially. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what Doug Peterson grows and does down there. Trevor Lawrence might be a dude, too. Oh, Trevor yeah. Lawrence oh, yeah. might be a fucking guy. We see glimpses of it. We see spurts of it. And his own teammate said last year he didn't even get a chance to experience the NFL because Urban Meyer was his coach, basically. So we are seeing like his rookie year almost unfold in front of our eyes. He's getting better and better. They had a lot of highlights. They beat the fuck out of the Titans. That's all you yeah. need to know. Titans still in the lead in the AFC South, but they take a massive L yesterday. And then you have to start wondering yourself, or are the Titans dead? 
What are, what no. is that all about? What the fuck happened to the Titans? How does that? How do they lay lay an egg like that? Week fourteen, Vrabel is the coach. A couple of days after they fire the GM, which Vrabel said was news to him, mm-hmm. not a decision by him. News to him that it took place. They trade away their best wide receiver. He he's gonna might be in like MVP conversations or offensive player of the year role. Is that placing a downward spiral? And is Vrabel going to coach the Ohio State Buckeyes after this season? We talk about having weapons, like teams that have weapons. They don't have it. Like if Derrick Henry's not going, like and Burks was, I believe, I don't know if Burks was out yesterday or not with the injury from the week before, but like they don't have fucking weapons at all. Like that's if if you get John Robinson fired, like having no weapons, trading and trading your best weapon away, like they. And Tannehill's not going to win you games by himself. Hey, Vrabel would be a hilarious college football coach. I was yeah. completely out on this last week. Okay? Overreaction Monday. Take that for what it is. Mm-hmm. Have to overreact to everything mm-hmm. we've seen yesterday. But general manager gets fired out of nowhere um, in your team. Your team gets bullied at home, which is completely against everything that you've been about. Yeah. And if Ohio State opens up and you're Mike Vrabel, could you imagine his brain Ooh. against college football brains? Ooh. In the Big Ten? Oh, Harbaugh. Got a lot of respect for Harbaugh. Okay? Mm-hmm. The way he built his team, everything he did. But Vrabes is going to be able to just, let alone all the players that they'll be able to get with Mike Vrabel being the fucking head coach. Yeah. The type of players they'll get right. with Mike Vrabel being the head coach, by the mm-hmm. way. I, I think that would be something fascinating. We, are, we don't know if this is even a conversation that is happening. We're just saying... For, converse, for fodder for purposes fodder. here, for Ohio fuck is coaching at the Tennessee Titans right now. Mm-hmm. He's the reigning coach of the year in the National Football League. The Ohio State team, who knows how this season ends, okay? Got Georgia with what just happened in Michigan with the Ohio State thing. Is there ever a world where Mike Vrabel thinks, you know, fuck it. I'll go back to Ohio State and do my thing and live back in Ohio. I think going to be tough just because of the way I view those two worlds and what being college coach is. Uh-huh. But let's let's go in and act like it's the case. He'd be fucking unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And especially nowadays with the recruiting where you could just do it online, don't even really have to travel as much. You're able to communicate and keep in touch with people without having to be on the road every single day. He would be awesome. What are the Titans thinking, though, I guess, is a, is a conversation we kind of have to dive into. Well, if you look at the AFC South, too, I mean, it'll it, – we have to see more from the Jags before it's, you know, you, you crown them or anything like that. But if you're looking at the future, like the next five years, like you, and you're one of those other teams, like I think the Jags are the team that it's kind of like, hey, four to five years from now, like th- these, these could be the guys who just run the division every single year. They have a lot of young talent. They have the quarterback, and every other team is kind of in that spot where it's like, is Tannehill going to be there another four or five years? Probably not, you know? How about just like, the Colts Yeah, as a the whole? Col- like uh-huh. the Colts, exactly. What the hell is going on there? Like the Texans – Suck and until they don't suck. Hey, like, you know that's almost. Hey, Texans yesterday yeah, almost. 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 Huh? Almost. Davis, Dougie Mills had some throws. They also had um, old buddy playing. Jeff, some. Jeff Driscoll. Driscoll. Driscoll was playing mm-hmm. a little bit. Running. I saw Driscoll moving. Yeah, a little yeah, yeah. Moved. Got some wiggle. Back saw a little shake. A little shake and bake out of Driscoll there. Uh, that was a hell of a dog fight there. And Dak Prescott proved why Dak Prescott's Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Just kind of we need one. Have to go get one. Let's go get one. And those are gonna, there's going to be games like that. There's a lot of people talking on uh, television here on this overreaction Monday about the Cowboys almost losing to the Texans. How are they going to win the playoffs? It's like Texans get paid football money too. Some mm-hmm. professionals. You know, there's some millionaires on the football field yep. uh, for the Texans. They haven't been able to win much. They're worse this year than they were last year. Is that because Jack Easterby's out of the building? We do not know. But the Cowboys, when they needed it, dug down, 
Zeke ends up in the end zone. Tony Pollard made some incredible plays. Mm -hmm. Dak was able to make some plays, and when they needed it, they did it. I think that's the type of thing you can learn from going forward. They know they have that in there. Like, hey, we fucked around a lot. Right. Let's go. We need one. Diggs runs 155 yards for a nice 20-yard return. Mm -hmm. That team seemingly all good in my eyes. I think those types of wins are actually good for you. I don't think they're bad for you. A lot of people saying, well, they didn't blow out the Texas. Like, well, they blew out the Vikings. Right. They blew out the Colts. Mm-hmm. It's like this is a good type of win, I think, where they had to face some adversity, which they did not expect, could not have expected. Almost stared down some embarrassment. Sure, yes. You lose to the Texans in Texas. Ooh, right? Stared yeah. down some embarrassment, some tough questions. No offense to the Texans. We just said you're professionals too. But they fucking turned it on when they had to. Get a win. We're on the next week, I think, if I'm Mike McCarthy. Let's not even worry about what the fuck just took place. Personally, that's what I'm thinking. Well, I'm just thinking about the mindset of the players going into the game. Like, who had more motivation? The team that was, you know, underdogs by 17 points that everyone already said this game was over or the team that has you know beaten those good teams i feel like when you win on bad days when nothing's really mm-hmm. working that shows you more than you know like if that. it's close win on bad days yeah let's get some wins on bad days coaches mm-hmm. love it too aaron, Hell yeah. aaron always says it when you guys play but when the team plays bad and you still get a win because the coaches have something that uh they can preach and harp on and fix and then you also get the win 100 right yeah i think um I think McCarthy's going to say, you guys are all good, huh? Mm-hmm. 33 nothing in the fourth quarter against Colts, huh? You think you're hot shit. Davis Mills almost beat your ass. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll almost beat your ass. I almost had to walk in the middle of the field to Lovey Smith and Pep Hamilton with a loss. <laughs> you guys did that. Everybody tighten it up. Kellen, yeah. figure it out. Fucking Dan needs you to do your thing. Let's go ahead and tight this whole thing up, boys. Let's keep it moving. And it does bring you back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. 33 zip in the fourth quarter against the Colts. Think about that. That's in the fourth quarter. We have not seen points in the NFL that much this season. There's been a couple games here. Past couple days Mm -hmm. it really got going. And maybe tonight's game between the Patriots and Cardinals will crack 20 points. Yeah, it will. Maybe Maybe. over-unders at 43 and a half. Feels like Monday Night Football primetime. Patriots are involved. Seems like an underfest for me, but I don't like betting on unders. What's that, Tom? It does, doesn't it? It does. No, no, no. <laughs> it no, certainly no. does, Pass yeah. team total over. Yeah, but Patriots also uh, don't do well with mobile quarterbacks, right? In True. Don't do great with mobile quarterbacks. Do do great with mobile quarterbacks who don't watch film. So we have to <laughs> re- keep that in mind. And also Vance Joseph, uh, actually I might be wrong there, the D coordinator for the Cardinals, whoever the hell it is. Yes, it, it is Vance Joseph. He said that you know a defensive guy's going offensive plays. So I'm sure. Oh, he talked a little shit. Talked yeah, a little did. shit. So he I did, don't think did. that was the smartest thing. I like a little moxie coming out of Arizona. They need yeah, a little bit yeah. more of that. Mm-hmm. Four and eight. Turn this thing around. And Monday Night Football against the Patriots. Uh, there will be a Manning cast, I believe. So nice. ESPN and ESPN two should be popping off. I believe we do know a guest or two that's going to be on oh. it. Should be pretty good. Can't wait for that. Uh, joining us now is a guest. Some people call him Little Latte. Yep. Some people call him an insider for the score. Mm-hmm. Some people call him the hardest working man who doesn't have to. That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, Jordan Schultz. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Oh, Patrick, I just love these intros more and more. Well, I don't know which penthouse you're at right now, but that <laughs> looks glorious right yeah. there, buddy. That's beautiful. You look fantastically junior sweater, holiday season. Let's go. Having yeah. a good time over there, Jordan. You know, most people put on the holiday pounds. My thought process is let me, guys, let me try to get in better shape now so that by the time 
speech season comes, I don't look yeah. awful. Oh, yeah. 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 they're flexing on the beach. I like it. We appreciate you joining us. Let's dive right in here. Debo, not a major injury. What does that mean? Is he going to be out? And did he think it was a major injury, obviously, upon it happening? Is this a modern miracle or what took place over there, Jordan? He was scared. I think the Niners were really scared. You go back to looking at John Lynch, he obviously was very, very concerned. Um, but basically what happened was everyone thought it was a knee, but then I got the news that it was actually his ankle, which was really the best-case scenario. And then the best-case scenario after that was, you know what? It's actually not broken. It's not fractured. It's badly twisted. It's essentially a high ankle sprain. You can see it here. I mean, it looks really, really scary. Yeah, and disgusting, actually. up like that, you get, you get really, really worried. But basically, it's four to six weeks. That's the general timeline. He doesn't have to have surgery. It's essentially just rest. And it's, I would say, the best-case scenario. And when I talked to the Niners this morning, I think they were not only extremely relieved, but for a team that has had awful injury luck, it is the best possible news uh, i think so too and also best possible news is that it was a grass field yeah uh, all right. grass field in the modern conversation of grass fields versus turf fields was the grass forgiveness good the reason why no major injury happened as his foot yeah. was in a figure four leg lock underneath a 315 pound man yeah. that was nasty to look at schultzy nasty it was nasty and when he got carted off, that's the first one of the first things I thought of was this is grass because I, I talked to Calvin Beecham, who's 330 pounds starting tackle for the Cardinals, and he said, as you know, football is 100% injury guaranteed. But, but if you're going to get hurt, the chances of you getting seriously hurt are reduced considerably on grass compared to turf. Okay, we know you have a deep connection, obviously, with uh, the Seattle area as a whole. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Cheers to you, buddy. Huh? Cheers to you. Do you have anything over there? What do you What, what do you got there? A little iced uh, green tea? Yeah, same thing every time. Schultz, same <laughs> thing every time. A lot of people say, if you guys could change it for not looking like piss, because a lot of people think I'm drinking my own piss. Uh-huh. Just iced up me urine. This is not my juice, okay? This is green tea, mm-hmm. no liquid cane sugar. I think you guys stopped, like, screwing people over with that, so thank you. Bye thank time. you for that. Kind of sneak, sneaking at it. Very nice. I, You're welcome. Yeah. And uh, two splendors. I took it to heart. I, I took it up the ladder. I said, listen, Patrick McAfee needs a better product. Well, it's not just me. Okay, It's, uh, it's all of us who Everybody. enjoy the Bucks, obviously, and make it very efficient. But you have a tight relationship with Seattle. Now, what are they thinking about the future here? What's going on? Is Geno going to be the guy? Because obviously they're going to get some picks. They got great picks from the Broncos, and those are only getting better and better as the weeks go on, it feels like. What does the future in Seattle look like? And obviously maybe they're able to go on a run at the end of this thing. Who knows? But, like, what is the future looking like long for term. the Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, long term, Jordan. Yeah, so Denver's 3-10. and 10. They're going to get a top three pick. To me, they don't need to go quarterback, and they love Geno Smith. I think you go back to – the offseason when Pete Carroll said Geno Smith can be a guy and he's a legit starting quarterback and everyone kind of brushed it aside. Their ultimate perfect scenario for the Seahawks is to extend Geno Smith four or five years. You mentioned the draft picks being great and and getting higher every week. Well, Geno's number gets higher every week because he's going to have over 30 touchdowns, over 4,500 yards. He's the only quarterback to have 100 QBR in nine games this season. He's played outstanding. They, they want to keep him there, and one of the, to me, the only potential issue is that as his price continues to go up, will someone else poach him 
away from Seattle with a bigger offer. Because to me, if I look at what John Schneider is going to start with, it's going to be in that $75, $80 million offer. Okay. You know, are they negotiating right now, you think, or are they saying no? They're not negotiating right now, but there is an understanding that both sides would like this to work out, ideally. But Gino's not going to just take $80 million, $100 million. I think now that number is well over 120, 130. It's getting into that that range. And so Seattle has to make a decision. They have paid, they paid DK, they paid Tyler, obviously Jamal Adams. They paid a lot of guys. But Gino ultimately is the biggest decision because he's a quarterback. And this is considered a pretty good quarterback class. If they have a top three pick, they could get one of those guys. To me, the best thing to do is to take care of Gino because he's 33 years old and he has proven it. And if you if you believe that, if you're the Seahawks, and I think they do, then you can go out and address other positions in that first, second round. Yeah, you could probably give him a three-year deal, too. Four or five yeah. is long-term. He's 33 years maybe old. Maybe four. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We'll see how it is. Maybe an opt-out for the player after yeah. three years. That'd be good business. Mm-hmm. And I assume Gino will do that because he's been around the business for a long time. Fascinating to hear if Gino will take like a little bit of, uh, hey, I'm enjoying my oh, life as a starter up. with a good team. Yeah, or if he'll say, no, I haven't had the opportunity to get as many checks as I thought I was going to whenever I was signed at the beginning of this thing because all his career went. Excited to watch the business kind of unfold there. Interested to hear, though, that you said that this class is a good draft class. I've not heard that from people, but, hey, once again, boom. They says mm-hmm. different ears than I got. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Tony, he has a follow-up for yeah, you I guys. I do have Schultz. a follow-up, Jordo. Um, Seahawks were part of the boost yesterday, and they uh, were they not playing inspired for turf? Like, do they not care about turf? Yeah. What, I mean, what's going on yesterday? Can we stop the fucking run for turf, please? Yeah, turf, the dog, obviously, mascot yeah. passed away this last week. Turf, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Seattle Seahawks lose after turf's missing. Is it turf's juice was actually missing, or were they not playing for turf? I think is what yeah. Tone wants need, to do. Tony, answer. they love turf in Seattle. Okay. Well, do they? Do they? Do he had three know? legs. He was yeah. a great dog. A couple of the guys, a couple of the guys told me that there was a little bit like, Emotional players were sad. Uh, I'd hope so. I don't think it affected the game. I mean, well, well, that's Carolina, what you're saying. Like, I don't know should've. what to think of that team. Uh, Darnold played well, and I was frankly really surprised. I thought I thought Seattle win that game by two touchdowns. So that yeah. really surprised well. me. And that's a really bad loss, especially when we consider what Brock Purdy just did and what the Niners are doing. Washington's played well, obviously. So there's really three teams fighting for two spots in that in that playoff spot in terms of the wild card. I, Seattle's a tough team to figure out. Like the defense has had great moments in the last few weeks, they they've struggled. So I'm I'm not sure. Sam Darnold, fourteen and twenty four, one hundred and twenty yards. <laughs> Hell yeah! One touchdown with four rushes for thirty yards in a thirty to twenty four win over the Seattle Seahawks, who have a lot to play for still. Oh, yeah. Still have a lot to play oh, yeah. for. Connor, your question for Jordan Schultz. Yeah, Jordan, is Mike White ever going to walk again, and how much <laughs> internal bleeding does he have after yesterday, and should we expect Flacco to start next week? I, I would anticipate Flacco starting. White gets the rib shot in the second quarter, leaves the game, what? goes into whatever protocol, comes back, what? third what? quarter gets hit again, oh. leaves the game basically, finishes the game. Goes to goes in the hospital. Goes to the hospital in an ambulance right after the game. I don't know how he doesn't. I don't know how he plays next week. You can see there. He just got drilled, sawed uh, in half. Not just drilled. Yeah. Hey, not just drilled, Schultz. He run that back to the top. Not that Mike White wants to watch us again. This oh, is brutal. a Goldberg oh. Roman Reigns spear. His body. One of these bad boys right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. His cell for this thing yeah. would be a top two cell in the history of spears. He. 
And I don't know if he didn't have all the, uh, you know, all the protection gear. I don't know if he didn't or if like others work better and he needs to upgrade a little bit. But you'll see some of those older quarterbacks. They'll come out looking like they're fucking robots. Yeah, Yeah. Because all the shit they'll have on it's like uh, a little bit much, aren't we? And then you see that hit by Mike White. You're like, okay, all right, you probably had one of those. Oh, Oh. God, he almost got he was got whiplash the other way. But how much worse does that hit feel in that cold weather? Well, Schultz. I mean, I don't care what the weather is. Now. I don't know if you know the temperature whenever your 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 sternum is meeting your spine. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Boom, touching each other. Bang! He almost got whiplash the wrong way, Schultzy. This way, you normally get whiplash that way. His yeah, face was, almost got whiplash yeah. this way. What a tough son yeah, of a bitch. I can't imagine he played this week. Hey, they're calling him a fucking legend in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You you said he's not playing this week, Mike White. I, I no, I would just be I would be surprised if he played five six days six days after. What just transpired? I mean, the guy got annihilated, and it happened multiple times. Is that pundit Schultze or insider Schultze there? No, it's pundit. Pundit. Okay, okay, okay. Keep it up. Split them in half, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe you do like a, you know, like a yeah. hat, yeah. no hat type yeah. thing, so we know the deal. Ty, your question for old Jordan Schultze. Yeah, Jordo, this weekend there are a lot of reports and rumors coming from Green Bay that basically said Jordan Love uh, – Based on oh, communication yeah. with you know his team or whatever, that if he isn't going to start next year for the Packers, that he would basically ask for a trade. Have you heard anything about that? Do you think there's any legitimacy to that, and are we looking like at a basically you know Rogers Favre type situation again next year with Jordan Love and Rogers? Yeah, I think so. Pat, isn't isn't Aaron owed like fifty million next season? Uh, like that? I think there's a yes. If I think there's an opt, there's an option. I don't know for which which side, but I believe there's player. I think Aaron has an option, and if he opts, yeah. yes, I believe there's a yes. I think yeah. I don't know the so, contract. So what the, the issue for Jordan Love is? He's a first round pick in 2020, and he's barely played. You know, he played well the other night when he came in during the Philly game. But this okay. is a guy who's 24 years old and believes, as do some people around the league, that he's a starting quarterback or that he should get an opportunity. So I I believe yes, he will ask for a trade uh, if that if that were to transpire. And I think it's in his best interest to is, do that. Is that pundit or insider? A both. Oh! Okay. Schultz. Oh, when shit! To become Okay, one. all right. Thank you for that, Schultz. He will, we will act as such. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, there has been some things, just like any insider, mm-hmm. where you... You, you, you... you mentioned this, and I don't know... What Schultz, you're talking about? You ran me into a couple buzz saws, buddy. Yeah. I was a report on the internet that da da does happen. I get on this microphone. I'm like, Schultz, the Schultz report is reporting da da da, and then it turns out like three days later, none of that is true. What? Wait, like, what well, that's not Schultz, that's not Schultz's fault. Schultz is getting his information from somewhere, but we have to watch. You're a budding insight. Like you're, hey, you're still fucking. You know, you're cutting your teeth. Yeah, still. Exactly. You're still getting up through there. There's going to be misses. We just have to remember that. Just like hey. Ian's missed a couple. Oh, yeah. He has. Shefty's missed missed a couple. Stafford. But a lot more. You're kind of getting come up in the internet age. They came up when the internet wasn't around. So, like, every one of their reports that were wrong weren't just getting, like, blistered. You know what I mean? They've established, I think, their Mm -hmm. their network of trustworthy intel post-internet becoming, like, a big thing. So, right now, you're in the trenches, pal. You, Shams. Shams is fucking right there. There's a couple other. Shams seems to be batting a thousand. Oh, yeah. Shams, He's Shams, Shams is a guy. You, though. Hell, yeah. You hustle so hard, and none of us understand why. I want to be, be one of the greats 
I want to do it the right way, and I want to do it through the lens of the player, showcasing what's under the helmet. That's that's my whole thing because I don't think fans see enough of what's under the helmet, with the exception of quarterbacks. Hey, who do I see? I saw two people in your comments calling you the best in the game. Just Lombardi. Lombardi, Lombo, mm-hmm. obviously Michael Lombardi gave yep. a shout out, and Justin Tuck, I think. Justin Tuck, who's been around the NFL long time, yeah, super long champ. time. Look Matty, at you. I, I appreciate it, bro. I, you know, coming on here, I'm gonna just. This is Jordan pundit, not insider, but coming yeah. on here, sweet, and for, for you're not you're too modest to admit this, but it validates a lot of. What I've tried to do. All right, don't it put really that on does. me. I'd like to act like I did. Whoa, So I want to be able to plead ignorance later. So please, yeah. uh, Tone, your question. No, it, it validates. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Can't hear you. Validate this, Jordan. No, no, because later, you know, later in life, they're going to be like, remember, you were the reason. Back if you co-sign this guy. No, no, no. It's all his. He works his ass off. Show it to you. Validate yourself, Bob. Come on, Jordan. Validate yourself, buddy. We're lucky to have you on here. You do great with us every single time. We appreciate you. Tone has a question. I mean, thank you for the. Words. Jordo, uh, yesterday Roquan Smith took Kenny Pickett's face mask and fucking pile-drived it into the turf, and he left with a concussion. Also, Minka then almost decapitated uh, Huntley. Um, do you know the injury yeah, status Huntley, on, yeah, that was brutal. on either of those guys? And who's going to play for those teams next week, potentially? Do you know? So, uh, I, well, we're still trying to figure out how long Lamar's out. Um, Correct. I thought Tyler played fine, and you know he they're 9-4, and four, so give him credit. I think in terms of Kenny, he'll, he'll be okay. I, I reached out to him this morning. I, I've known Kenny since his pit days. I didn't, I didn't hear back, full disclosure. Um, but <laughs> I think he's fine, Uh-oh. and I think he'll play. Lamar, I think that, that complicates things because they don't want to rush him back, but they also know that they can win with Tyler, uh, as, he, as, he saw, as we saw yesterday. So I would say both of those guys are, are – probably okay uh, based on the fact that the concussion protocol they went through it there's three stages and by sunday i would imagine they they'd be okay to play connor your question for schultz reporting yeah jordo i want to hear from both pundit and insider on this one uh is there any chance where you see mike vrabel leaving the titans for say the ohio state job um mm-hmm. and also what do you know about the john robinson firing because it seems like there's something going on yeah. over something there. had to have happened there had Something happened. Yeah, yeah. Let me start with John because, you know, on paper, the Titans have done a lot of things well. Three straight playoffs, four of the last five years, number one seed in the playoffs. He's drafted some really good players, Derrick Henry included. They trade A.J. Brown, and there's that almost, like, strange video from draft night where Mike Vrabel gets up. He's clearly not happy. And I, I feel like, listen, it was almost like the icing on the cake. When A.J. Brown goes off for two touchdowns against the Titans, he's having an all-pro caliber season. And clearly, they have missed him dra- dramatically. He, he was a huge part of their offense. And I think John trading him had a, had a big effect on the perception of his, his evaluating, right? And Vrabel has been right a few times on guys. John has been wrong. Everyone's wrong, right, whatever. It's hard to, hard to draft perfectly. But yeah. I think the A.J. Brown was the icing on the cake. I have dug deeper on that thinking that there might be something else. I haven't heard anything else. To answer your question about Mike potentially leaving, going back to Ohio State, you know, I, I feel like Ryan Day, because of the way he carries himself, he, people think, oh, he's a little arrogant. I, the guy's been tremendously successful. So I don't know. I, know I don't see that. him leaving. Um, I, just found out. I just found out people found America. You, you, you. A couple things there. I reached out to Vrabel. 
to uh, see if he was going to be the GM and the head coach last week. Full transparency, I have not heard back. <laughs> right. You know, just like uh, what you said there about Kenny Pickett. I'll be intrigued by that. People view Ryan Day I as arrogant. I wouldn't be shocked, though. Would you, would you guys be shocked if Mike left? I wouldn't be. So, I don't know. Last week, I would have been shocked. After the Titans just get fucking bodied by the Jacksonville Jaguars at home, now all of a sudden I'm like, does Vrabel think to himself, these guys ain't. Mm-hmm. And the Jaguars haven't won a road game in, in forever, so that was that was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah and then, I mean. He did say he cut his dick off for a Super Bowl, though. Yeah, he too. He's on busting with the boys, he yeah. said. But, you know, I would cut my what dick you got, off. I'm, I'm curious. I don't know how we're doing on time, but the Brock Purdy stuff, like. <laughs> okay, we're up against it. But let me just, can I just add one thing on him? We don't have an it. Like, we're not up against anything. He was kidding. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh, okay. We're good, honestly. You just, huh? want to, you just want to get rid of me. No, 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 no. no. I was mocking you saying, like, dude, you could go for however long you want to go. All right, well, I'm about to go skiing in the French Alps, so do you want me or not? <laughs> Are you really? Are you really in France right now? <laughs> no. No, 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 you would, yeah, though. That, 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 would, that would be something that would happen. What a bomb but go on, what no, were you going to say? All I was going to say is, in terms of Brock Purdy, because he was Mr. Irrelevant, and I think everyone thought, this guy is just another... He's whatever. He's not very good. Let's go back to high school. His right. junior year, he's not recruited. His senior year, he gets hurt, comes back. They go to the playoffs. He has a deep run. Nick Saban offers him. He turns it down, goes to Ames, all-time winningest quarterback at, Ohio, at Iowa State. We all know that now. He's the first quarterback ever to beat Tom Brady in his first start. But I, I asked San Francisco last week and this week, because he played well in both games, what do you have in him? And what I heard was there's a lot of Jimmy G to him, style, stature, the guys love him, and the reason he's having success is because he's extremely prepared and he's a winner. So you could, you put all that together and that defense. I, I'm not ready to count them out. I thought the throw he made with 15 seconds in the first half to IU was awesome. Who is counting him out? Down to McCaffrey. He's very poised for a guy that hasn't played a lot of football. Agreed. We love Brock Purdy. Who's counting him out? People are counting him out. Them out? You think? I guess Joe Banner. I just think. Yeah, true. Joe Saban. Banner. Saban, I think is too. Well, that was like coming when, out of high school. When, said he didn't have any accuracy. I think, he, I think mm-hmm. Saban is a mid. His only real line. offer was Montana State for a while. FCS. It's called Bobcat. Yeah, yeah. Bobcat. Yeah. Cool. Beautiful town. Right. Beautiful town out there. Yeah, it is beautiful. So um, just so, real, real quick though, hold on. Um, we're not counting out the Niners. Actually, I love what the Niners yeah. are. Yeah, I, go I enjoy Brock Purdy a lot. We, we let off the show talking about that. Can I please ask, and you don't have to give up your sources, you just send a text to these people that just work for the Niners, and you go, what do you have in Brock Purdy? And then some choose to respond, some don't respond. Are there long answers, like stories? Like, no, no, when I was a phone. kid. Oh, okay. You say no, what? You get on the phone. And you say, what do you I mean, have some, in them? Some, some will text, but... But to me, the phone call is you get so much more insight. And this whole business, as you know, is on the phone. Text, too. But you get a lot more color and depth when you get on the phone. So 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Every, every like, five minutes, you get you don't know what you're going to get. But if you can get some kind of insight, and I talk to them a lot about the kid, you, you hear a lot of things like, this guy is not just, like, he's not a backup. He, is a, he could be a starting quarterback in this league. What's up? Talk to me. This is a little latte. Okay, so a couple of things everybody's going to want to know about right now. How's Debo? Debo, not serious. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Grass, grass field have anything to do with that? Probably. All right, we'll definitely nice. note it. It's a sprain. It's a minor tear. Okay, cool. All right, what do you, got, what do you have in Brock Purdy? What, yeah, do, you, what do you really – you know, Mr. Irrelevant picked 262 out mm. of Iowa State. We know he turned down Saban, told Saban he didn't know football because he said he didn't have any accuracy. What do you have in Brock Purdy? And then on the other side they go, you know, we got a little Jimmy G here. 
We got a full. They do like a full story. Is it become full story time, or is it just like one no. sentence at a time? No, the the, uh, the Alabama's. I just did research on that. I didn't, they didn't tell me. No, that. so but, do we. Yeah, but you're, this was your question to them. Did they give you like a full story time? Like there was this one practice where I saw him drop back and he looked exactly like Jimmy G, but then he dropped no. the shoulder move. I saw a little Steve Young. Ooh, and, uh, ooh, it was like, no. is that what they do, or is it just like? like no, it's like it's like it's more like. Um, let me think. Okay, I'll give you a perfect example. It's more like, hey, did you see how many guys ran over to him after that touchdown pass to McCaffrey or IU? Did you see how excited they were for him? Okay. And I said, no, I, I didn't really pick up on that. What, what, what was that about? Was that just whatever? And they said, no, because they have seen him work over the last several months, and they believe in him. That's, to me, that's good insight because great. I didn't see that in watching the game. Yeah, that's great insight. I, I just want to know how you get your information and what's real, what isn't. What, like, well, last night, in terms of Debo, when I, had, when I broke the news about his injury, that's text. No phone. I mean, no, no call. That's just all text. Got it. Interesting. You're in an interesting world, honestly. We talked about this uh, before the show, you know, and we, we joke about it all the time, but honestly, you and Artie Smith, like, Artie Smith – is choosing to take the route of like being miserable Mm, yeah (laughs) kind of your entire happiness is a slave to wins and losses in the nfl and everything like that he doesn't doesn't have to no no, dad found fedex fucking fedex yes that fedex Mm -hmm. Artie smith's direct father not uncle no second generation grew up in the fedex family Chose to sleep on fucking couches and on the floor, fix printers, run and get coffee for people in the football world to become a head coach. Like, that work ethic is one that I find incredibly impressive. Like, doesn't have to do it, chooses to do it. You the same thing. Your gig is such a fascinating one where I guess it would be easy for you to potentially meet these people. But the amount of time you got to spend doing bullshit that you definitely don't have to do, we find admirable. Dumb, but admirable. <laughs> and we're incredibly proud of you, sir. Incredibly go, proud of you. Honestly. Thank you. No problem. Daddy, that means a lot, bro. And it's true. I mean, a lot of it is, I mean, you said bullshit like you're – Texting, you know, it's like there's so much things. Yeah, you're juggling that, a thousand go, relationships. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever tried to juggle one? Not it's easy. It's a nightmare. Yeah. You, you got to juggle 400 of them with very high-profile people, too. And they're not going to answer until they answer. Then when they answer, it's like, hey, you're on my time now. Mm-hmm. Like, you choosing to do that, we appreciate. But, uh, we honestly do. Thank you, Patty. It means a lot. No means problem. A lot. Let's I want to be, let's get like I said, I, I want to I be, be great at this because – I think the, for better or worse, the legacy that my parents and my dad laid, like there, there wasn't really another op- option. And I'll never forget. I don't know if you're interested in this, but I'll just tell you. We're up against it. We're up seems against. Like it. Might be. No, no, no. I'm joking. We're up against. No, I'm joking. Go ahead. Go ahead. When I was like 16, when I was like 16, my parents sat me down and said, "What do you want to do?" And I told them I want to do this. And they said, "Would you ever want to work in the family business?" Yeah, funny family. And, and I said, I, I, I can never do that because I'll always be in the shadow of you and I'll never be able to oh. be my own person and, and make my own name. So I guess that's the best way to describe it. But they were really supportive. And if they weren't, I probably wouldn't have had the confidence to pursue it. Yeah, well, I'm happy you're doing it. That makes sense. I can respect and appreciate that. Going to be tough to leave a bigger legacy in a company that, you know, I won't. one of them founded. Yeah. One of them founded, mm-hmm. you know, but in I, the sports I, no, world, you have a chance to carve your own path. I think it's an incredible thing. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you for the intel. All love, brothers. Thank you, guys. Be hey, good. 
Cheers to you, bud, okay? You're welcome for that couch back there. Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Schultz. Hey, That's awesome. Uh, joining Thanks, us now, ladies and gentlemen, we got to this because we said he's a Ryder Cup champion. He is. He's also a COVID survivor. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tony. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, case. AJ. Hey. AJ, I did not expect us to do that. I apologize for giving you like a pump fake there on the intro. Then obvi- I didn't know the governor of the state was uh, going to get involved. Obviously, it was. Did you know the match was happening? I had no, idea. I had no clue that that was happening. I, I had no idea it was happening, and I haven't even seen any clips from the match. Like that's. Where I guess where was the the spot to go check it out? That's it was on. I watched it on Headline News, HLN. <laughs> That's where I was watching it at. Goddamn Legit, right. it was up there on HLN. Didn't have huh. live on it though. Did not have live. <laughs> so I was like, does HLN not know? Like we need to know if this is live or <laughs> not. Know. It was also on Turner, I think. It was on the app. I think it was in a oh. couple different places. But my particular first option on the Hulu homepage was Headline News, and as soon as I got on there. Tiger Woods is fucking at the driving, driving, there it is, couldn't think of the word, driving range. And I'm like, <laughs> why is Tiger golfing at night, first of all? Mm-hmm. Why is he on a driving mm-hmm. range? And why is this on HLN? It was the match. Yeah. It happened. Okay. It, hey, that looks sweet. sweet right there. It that was really cool. It was sick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... They, they should have told us it was happening. They should have. Definitely. I concur. Mm-hmm. I concur completely. I had no idea. Sure. There, there's some clips. There's some good putts. Justin Thomas buried a putt early. That was like real good, and then he had a shrug. Like he's he's the reigning PGA champ. He's won it twice now. He's a very good guy. Hey, he's a fucking incredible golfer. Good guy. Oh, yeah. He's a guy. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, Jordan. You can say that. Yeah, he's really. <laughs> some of those matches though, there's been some shit shots out of the pros, you know, because they're kind of laissez-faire, like kind of in it, kind of not in it. Mm-hmm. The parts that I watched, I could not watch the entirety mm-hmm. of that thing. But the parts I watched, Justin was dialed pretty locked in the yeah. entire time he's a hell of a player good personality too does a lot of talking mm-hmm. love that love the talking chuck was on there obviously talking i thought the co-host was yeah. potentially wrong in case tbd right. i guess uh-huh. still because that was not let's talk about football <laughs> the only only game we did not talk about in the first hour was one that i know that you held near and dear to your heart browns and Bengals playing and you said before i could even get the spread out of my mouth you said give me the Bengals. i like the Bengals. i I chose the Bengals as well to cover. They did. Joe Burrow made some throws that were fucking spectacular. This Bengals team seems to have found it. Allegedly, AJ, there came a time a few weeks back where Joey Burrow was given the freedom and the power to adjust the offense a little bit more on the field. And his football IQ and wherewithal has been able to handle that. Obviously, Jamar Chase is one-on-one. Had no idea the ball was coming. Hits him in the goddamn thigh. He snags it between two Browns defenders. No big deal. That's just what we do in the NFL, I guess. But Joey Burrow's unbelievable. The team seems to be back. The Bates gets a big-time pick in a crucial moment. What are your thoughts on the Bengals? You love this team, huh? It seems like you love the Cincinnati Bengals, AJ. Yeah, I do, and I think Joe understands, too. Like Joe's used to playing in big-time football games. I think he finds a way to turn it up a notch when, he, when it really, truly matters. I mean, that throw that he made right there that you just showed a few times to Jamar Chase, God. the balls it takes – to, to pull the trigger on this show, on this throw, as he, he looks off the safety quick to the right. He comes back, has the tightest window ever here. And, you know, you don't want to throw a pick in the red zone. There's a good chance that ball gets knocked up in the air and it's picked. And Stop. Joe Burrow, people are calling for – for him to get cut, like, oh, yeah, I love, I love the moxie and the confidence this dude has. I love him. I love the team. Flea, you flea flicker, obviously, is going to mm. work. Leave flea Irwin flicker. wide open. This dude was on the practice squad. Anybody could have signed this guy for like three years or something, yeah. two years. Playing Anybody could have well. signed him. Man. He's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I love this Bengals team. Browns, you know, Deshaun made a couple plays, 
and maybe showcase what he could be in the future. P. Ryan gets in the end zone again. He's become an incredible running back throughout this entire Mixon getting injured. Mixon comes back. He has 96 yards as well. Still productive. Had a big one uh, down the sideline. Looked like that was probably a pretty big relief for him because he's been watching P. Ryan uh, do what P. Ryan's been doing. Mixon was able to pick it right back up. They're only loading up almost seemingly as the year goes on as opposed to losing guys. Bengals might be a squad, AJ. Hey, they might be a team going. They you have know, a defense. They, they have a defense to, to, to match. That's the thing we don't talk about enough. I guess we do. We, we throw it in there, but I guess Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah, they're such a polarizing figures and superstars in the offense. Sometimes the defense kind of flies under the radar, which is a good thing. And I think that defense every week is trying to prove, hey, like, we're legit too. Deshaun Watson won 26 of 42, 276 yards, one tud, one interception. I saw three uh, no means no signs. In yeah. the stats. Yeah. That made on TV. They're, they're yeah. gonna be Weren't they chanting Probably. stuff, too? I think, I I think the Bengals fans were chanting a few things. That's Ohio. Bengals fans are... Yeah. Hey, AJ has said robbery. it. Hey, AJ said it for a long time. So, AJ deserves credit for this. We all were kind of like, okay. But he has said the Bengals fans are great fa- Hey, mm-hmm. great fan base. That's they just wrong. need something... They need something to go for, like need it. This team, with Joey Burrow being in the face of it, and although he dresses in some Gucci's and everything like that, not necessarily as Ohio as maybe an Ohioan would would dress themselves. He's an Ohio fuck, though, this guy. Like, tough, incredibly tough. What do you mean by that? He's tough, gritty dude that wants to win at all costs. That's pretty much Mm -hmm. what it feels like. Yeah, and football IQ. You know what I mean? That's part of it. That's a huge part of it. You you could be strong and tough and gritty and all you want, but eventually, like if you're not very intelligent and make super quick decisions, time's gonna run out. You're gonna you're gonna they're gonna catch up to you. Hey, congrats on uh, the Bengals. Way yeah. to go, Bengals! You did. Doesn't, it. doesn't seem like it's a splash in the pan, does it? No. no. And they they still haven't even really been like full strength. Like yesterday, T. Higgins didn't play. Hayden Hurst was out, and they still just find a way to win. Like when they actually have their full complement of skill guys back, they're going to be very very scary and very difficult to beat. It's going to be tough in the AFC. The AFC is loaded. A lot of depth in the AFC side. That's why the playoffs should be a lot of fun to watch. And there's going to be upsets that are going to happen in. Obviously, both sides and in football. But in the AFC, there's going to be two to three different teams that we're going to assume are going to go on a run, and they're going to get beaten in the playoffs somehow, and it's going to be eye-opening for us. For instance, how about the Dolphins not getting a win last night? What were your thoughts on that? Honestly, I hammered. Tyreek Hill, anytime Tud. Austin Eckler, anytime Tud. And Dolphins money line. And when I say hammered, I mean this was my get back. Hey, here we go. Mm -hmm. Tyreek scores. That's just what Tyreek Hill does. And it doesn't matter. I mean, he'll scoop a fucking fumble and just outrun everybody as if he's running, you know, a lap around a track, just casually jaunting past professional athletes. Tua, there's a photo of Tua going, oh, shit, yes, this yeah. is good. That's the right guy to have the ball, too. The ball normally squirts up to, like, somebody that isn't th- – a linebacker will get it sometimes. A safety will get it. To get it to just so happen to pop into the hands of the fastest human on earth mm-hmm. is such a gift from the football guts. Just, oh, there it is. Boop. Boom. How you doing? See ya. It's like a rugby scrum when they uh-huh. fucking roll yeah. that thing in the side and it comes out like it was planned. It felt like a prepared play for the fastest guy on earth. So when the football gods are gifting that type of touchdown and that happens early, and I know Austin Eckler's going to get in the end zone, I guess he has stats right now yeah. about receiving out of the backfield that are like one of one or something like that. He's always going to get the rock. He's a hell of a football player. Now, he was a he was an insider right. and an injury pundit for yeah. like two weeks. Yeah, what happened? Doctor. 
after. We lost our relationship with him in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he's doing the same thing. <laughs> Nonetheless, we're big fans of his. But the Dolphins weren't able to get the job done. The reason why? It's because the Chargers took control of that game. Evans and or Allen and fucking Herbert took that game over. Keenan Allen had like four or five straight catches on a must-have it drive in the fourth quarter. And it was like, oh, this is just when Herbert Bathroom. and Allen just decide that we're going to win the game. Allen goes, you motherfucker, you. And then Herbert points back, you motherfucker, you. Yeah. And I think he also said when he pointed back, line it back up. We're coming to you again and again and again. When they wanted to really go and get it, they did. And it was Herbert and Allen taking the fucking game over. One of the best in the game of both those positions was last night, the night that you needed to see out of Herbert and the Chargers to be like, okay, this team can do something this year? Or are we still, uh, you know, kind of come see, come saw on the Chargers? And also now, what do we think about the Dolphins, AJ? Kind of open forum here for you. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I'm a bit come see, come saw, whatever that may mean when it comes to the Chargers. I don't you know, know what it means? Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of in. Like, yeah. okay. I see, I see. But okay, yeah. So-so. Okay, whatever it might be. There you well, go. Yeah. You know, I, I guess bench. we don't really know time to time of what it may be. I've been doing flashcards with my, my nine-year-old. The CSC was on there. So that's the only reason I knew that. <laughs> they're doing yeah. Spanish at nine years old Dude, they're now? They're doing Spanish they need to start one doing year old. Jesus than yeah. Christ. They, do. they need to start doing yeah. that from – I've already thought about that with um, you know, our baby girl. I'm like – yeah. Put little headphones on her belly. Little headphones on her belly of speaking Spanish. I've been doing that a little bit. This is your dad speaking. Okay. <laughs> How you doing? Let's have a good work ethic. Okay, let's be a good person. <laughs> Motivational speeches huh. in there, but I, I would like her to learn Spanish, I know Spanish that, very yeah, early. Really? And then she could translate to the dumb dad. You know yeah, what I mean? Wherever we go somewhere. Or Z. Hey, need something. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I will need her to also speak it, which Zito yeah. cannot. Zito can understand it, digest it. Mm-hmm. One-way road over here. Yeah, it is. One-way <laughs> street. <laughs> One-way street. Spanish in. <laughs> No Spanish <laughs> coming out, uh-huh. which is kind of an interesting. Nonetheless, come see, come saw on the Chargers. Okay, we don't know what we're going to get with uh, the Chargers. We have no idea. They have the capability to be fucking unbelievable. That's why we had such high hopes on them for coming into the season. For whatever reason, they have not. They've had a lot of injury issues. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're past that. Maybe they're playing their best ball now. Congrats to them getting a massive win and getting, you know, Herbert, you know, the two of Herbert draft situation, that conversation. Herbert seems to be a guy that doesn't give a fuck about any of that stuff. It doesn't even know that that conversation's even may be happening massive win for them for the dolphins are you worried here pal have they were they exposed by the niners with that defense is this how you beat the dolphins you're able to beat them and there's a blueprint and they're done for what do you think aj no i don't think they're done for but i would definitely have you know some level of concern i wonder what people like goomp and diehard dolphins fans like if they're truly worried or they're just or they think ah it's just a little you know it's the course of the season a little bit of a roller coaster we're going to turn it on when it really matters i don't know until that tyree kill unbelievable play where he scoops up the fumble their offense hadn't done a whole lot so the game probably should not even have been this close well and if you remember what was it last week first quarter Tua was missing oh yeah yeah and everybody was like oh no oh no is this new Tua?" and then they were able to get back into it then last night missing some decisions aren't being made plays aren't being made maybe a catch that happened three four weeks ago isn't happening now and it's like have they lost all the momentum all the moxie what are you going to say Tony? i still think like the chargers up and down, they still have a very decent chance of getting in the playoffs. I still think they're very dangerous because if they get Bosa back and Derwin's back, now that Mike Williams is back, taking off the top, and Keenan Allen's oh, back, so good. And yeah, they have the, the wide receivers that were playing When's well. Bosa when those back? guys were, I don't know. 
Soon, I think. I was going to say, uh, like, I'm not as worried about the Dolphins. Maybe the primetime thing is a thing. I am more so oh, concerned oh. with the Chargers because uh, one of our favorite guys, Acho, released a banger of a rap song against them. I, so I was like, oh, shit, are the Chargers going to see this and crumble? Because I could see that happening. What is the deal with that whole situation? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, they didn't give him. Whose side, side is he on again? They didn't give him side he, he said Herbert's not good. He said Herbert's just a social media oh. quarterback where there'll be a video that'll hit social media where he makes a highlight and everybody's like, "Oh, mm. he's him, he's him." But then it doesn't happen. He actually had a tweet last night where he had one of those types of throws that was a highlight throw that was like, "Holy shit, this dude's a dude." And then Ocho said exactly, and that drive only led to three points or something. No, so I think he's, <laughs> which is quite a, quite a serious like mm-hmm. in the stadium to continue to do yeah. that. I guess pretty admirable, but yeah, he just doesn't believe that Herbert's it, I guess. And last night, massive win for Herbert, mm. and the Chargers have obviously been answering Ocho every time he's saying his thing. Oh, yeah. And who I, Ocho allegedly said he, he won't be able to do sports media anymore on if the Chargers yeah, get a win over Miami. Yeah. Uh, he said that. <laughs> he did. Oh, yeah. He signed with Rock Nation to make an album. Is he? Yeah, because yeah, the bars so. were dropped. Oh, that's there. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, there's a chance. That's cool. Joining us now is a man who's a Dolphins <laughs> fan. A man who at the beginning of the year said, I was told we're never supposed to be good. Oh, oh I was told McDaniel too young. Oh. And they were on a run. Yeah. A terror. Now there seems to be a little bit of a letdown on the way or currently in the middle of one. Ladies and gentlemen, our friend, Kyle Gump. Yeah! Kyle Gump! Hey, are you guys dead, pal? Are the Dolphins dead, pal? What's your mindset? The blueprints out. You guys have been exposed. That's what the internet's saying, Gumpy. Yeah, it's not pretty. The most alarming thing is they look out of sync. Like, the passes that are missed, like, Tyreek didn't turn around, and the swag's gone. Like, that's, that's mm. what's most alarming to me. Whether they were winning or losing, Losing, they were fucking dancing around, having a good time. Now they're just completely bummed, it feels like. Wilkins is a guy on the defensive side. I, I got a chance yep. to share a car with him to an airport that was like 25 minutes into the hills of South Carolina. Great conversation. <laughs> Incredible dude. Happy that he's dominating. But you're right. It does seem a little swagless down there. AJ, what do you got for Gump? Well, Goomp, it's kind of tough to, to dance and have fun with your teammates a whole lot when you're losing ball games and you're not leading. But... Who would you point the finger at, Goomp, if you had to? Like, or do you think this is mainly Tua's issue? Oh. McDaniel? Who, who's fault? Oh. Where are you pointing your finger? Oh, hate. We're not doing that, AJ. We're oh, still a good football told. team. Oh. Oh. I was told AJ doesn't ask I've leading questions. Good team. Oh, I was told. I was told it just, it just looks out of sync. <laughs> like I said, I just it just something isn't there on offense. Armstead played, but he didn't look healthy last night. Oh. Uh, I thought we'd see a little Eric Fisher last night. We didn't see him. And the run game without Wilson didn't look great either. Him going out was huge as well. What do you think about the Chargers? they prove you uh, anything to you last night, Gumpy? They looked very good. I, I mean, so. Herbert looked up. That one throw Herbert hit, back shoulder, where him and fucking Keenan Allen did the point to each other. I mean, like, Herbert's unbelievable. That Chargers team's healthy. They could win out if you look at their schedule the rest of the way. Brandon Staley seemingly has the team. They had a uh, yeah, yeah. they had a football night in America a cut in. Brandon Staley was walking down the stretch line, mm-hmm. and he won at him with like this hand, this hand. So when you're looking at that, that could be dap, sure, could be handshake, mm-hmm. could be high five. And I wondered why he chose to do that every time. 
different reaction from every Let player. the guys choose. Oh. Yeah, different reaction. There was one that kind of went in, kind of did that. There was a couple that just slapped That's his hand away. That's a wild way to live. True player's coach. I used to watch, I think Rob Derdeck used to go with people with, like, full open hand yeah. like this. On t- I used to watch it on, like, uh, yeah. Uh, ridiculousness, ridiculousness mm-hmm. yeah. I used to watch it. I'm like, that's an interesting way to kind of go in there. Go in wide. You got to. Like, go in a, super wide and then give them the cold fish, then tuck your thumb. Go in real wide like this. <laughs> nope. And then you, I can't go in. And then tuck that thumb at the end like oh, this you can't. and give them the cold fish. Oh, uh, your thumb, yeah. Oh, cold fish. Oh, yeah. Tuck it in. And they just, they just shake. <laughs> You're like they shake, your little, they shake these four fingers. <laughs> and they feel weird. Yeah, yeah. How about when people catch you early and they're up here on your hand? Oh, yeah. Nothing worse. Can't have it. Oh, man, that's... Thank you. Uh, nice to meet you. Thank you. Nice chatting with you. It's like first time I shook uh, Brock Lesnar's hand. I was like, all right, got to go in pretty good here. And then I saw that he had two fucking frying pans attached to his fucking uh, wrist there. Mm-hmm. And I just... And then... That thing was gone. Yep. Yeah. See you later. Swallowed. Holy shit. I'm an adult male, I thought. All right, thanks. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> Much, but if I would have went in early, I think, on him, probably never talked to me no. again. Yep. Let's remember that. Anyways, uh, thank you, Gumpy. We appreciate you, buddy. We miss you. Can't wait to see you. Miss there you, pal. I was told. I was told uh, the Dolphins uh, fucking stink. I, I'm really happy that he didn't bury anybody because. He's worried, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, that could also have been, uh, I was told, the culture was changed under McDaniel. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. You're right. He's not there yet. No. And no. With, he's not there yet, which is good. That's good. With Tua. I mean, you can say what you want, but these last two weeks, he's looked terrible. Like, So you wonder if it is kind of time in the season where it's like, do we need to be concerned about Tua being able to win a playoff game with this team? I mean, there, what at, at the end of the first half last night, he was like 3 of 15 for like 35 yards. and the Chargers defense aren't exactly, you know, world beaters. They played good last night, but, like, you know, it'd be very easy right now in the season to kind of just be like, I was told Tua was supposed to be good this yeah. year. And he hasn't. Yeah, no. exactly. And he's, in, he's confined. Yeah, true. In Canada. So keep it up, Gumpy. Yeah, that's his luck. Because you, I was told Gumpy was the most miserable guy of all time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. And he's not. He's not, no. it sounds like. No, he's optimistic. I think Saturday's a huge game just because it's supposed to be in the Fuck elements. Saturday games. In Buffalo. Oh, yeah. That's unbelievable. Did did you know there were Saturday games this week? This Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Now I do. Boom. See? Three of them. Hey, Pat, you want to do the Vegas Bowl? Absolutely. What's yeah. the day? Saturday? Do it. Hell yeah. Sure. Give me it. Can't wait. Right in the middle of the fucking Colts-Vikings game. Literally right in the middle of it. I had no idea. Can't wait to do the Vegas Bowl. Obviously excited. <laughs> Oregon State, Florida. Yeah, it's a great game. Can't I'm wait. Get to call a college football game with Kirk Herbstreit. I mean, that yeah. is obviously amazing and an incredible opportunity. See, also, had no idea mm-hmm. that the NFL was playing on Saturday. That's going to be a fascinating thing, AJ. Certainly fascinating. Is, uh, is Fowler your play-by-play? No, David Pash. I guess he calls basketball games with Bill Walton. Yes, oh, he's he good. does. Oh, yeah, it's going to be sweet. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited for that. He does a good job. I'm excited to hear what th- the coaches' calls were today. Right in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. How'd it go? Well, I wasn't able to go. Yeah, right in the middle of the show. So you get Kirk's today. notes. Kirk will send you his notes. I hope so. I feel like an asshole, though, like to the coaches. Like, I don't know these coaches. Uh, Billy Napier, we've had him on the show. program. What's that? You could just point him in the direction. Hey, sorry, I'm live on here for a long time. Yeah, yeah. do you want to ask him a question now so you can send the clip to yeah. him later? Or? Yeah, I'll, do it. let me do some research. <laughs> uh, I will certainly... <laughs> I would certainly do that. Mm-hmm. I am pumped to call a game with Kirk. Yeah. Call a college football game with Kirk Herbstreit is a mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. Not a lot of people have got to yeah. do that. You know what I mean? It's going to be fun to watch. 
Like just you guys, the game aside, like you guys clips, interacting. It's gonna be a big clips game. Clips. Yeah, yeah you're joining the likes of like uh, Fowler and Musburger, and that's about it. Yep. David Pash, I guess. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's very cool to do. Had no idea NFL game was happening at the time. I'm sure we will try our best to clip this thing to make sure, um, you know, everybody gets to see the ma- must because it's going to be an electrified Oregon State. Oh, oh tough team. Tough team. Tough Ready. team. The Beavers? Beavers, baby. Oh, kidding me? Good year. Great year. Yeah. They can build a dam. Oh, the or- you're goddamn right they can. Mm-hmm. They can quarterback for Florida. I feel, like, I feel like they have a couple guys out. Okay, so starting quarterback, AR-15. He going to the NFL. That's right. Beginning of the year, a lot of people wondered if he was going to be able to be a quarterback at all. Mm-hmm. After one year saying, hey, I'm going to be an NFL quarterback. Excited to see how that works out. Incredibly athletic. I think the end of the year looked a lot better than the beginning of the year as a quarterback. Nonetheless, I don't think anybody expected that. Uh, he's a second-string quarterback for uh, Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in a penitentiary right now. That's right. Oh, what happened? Uh, child porn. Oh, my God. No, he's out. Who is this? Oh, he's out? Yeah, he's not playing. I don't, I don't think he's getting released. He's out of the game, yeah. What? Is he out of jail? I don't know. I heard, that I heard Dude, AJ say Who the hell did this? Was he a backup or a third? He backup. was a backup. backup. He was a backup. Oh, okay. So first, NFL, jail, third stringer. Is that John's son? Jalen Kitna is the mm-hmm. second Oh, stringer. young Kitna. Jesus Christ. That's a very serious allegation. Just like what happened to uh, Chris Beard down in Texas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Jeez. Oh, hey, that's super serious. What's that? I mean... What's going to happen? Like, what? Yeah, whenever the details come out, like, what is going on? I have no idea. That is not good. In the middle of a season right now, I will obviously say, as somebody who has been directly connected to the Texas basketball team because of meeting Chris Beard uh, whenever he was on game day and then getting an opportunity to have a beer with him and the coaching staff and how hospitable they were uh, to me down there when I was down there, I had no idea that any of these allegations were obviously possible or something that would happen to somebody who was in the position with the opportunity that he has it just it's obviously very serious allegations taken very serious that i had no idea about a lot of people have tweeted me and asked me if i'm coaching the rest of the year i'm i can't i'm a little busy sure but those are serious allegations serious strangulation yeah. that's fucking yeah, that's middle of the night too like yeah middle took him in at 4 a.m or something like man what a i don't know that just, that's that's a wild monday morning on a, on, they play tonight yeah. too don't he? his team plays tonight well and, and i've been in a meeting there you know, where they're giving a speech, and we've all been in a meeting here uh, in college where the coach is talking about everything like, hey, distractions and this and that and this and that and that. That's going to be a tough thing, you know what I mean, forever with yeah. this. Yeah. That's a crazy – I'd say. Hope everybody's okay. Obviously, very serious allegations. Had no idea that was ever possible. And uh, we are very firmly against those things in, happening in our society. Yes. We'd like everybody to know that. Uh, let's pivot back to our sport Buccaneers got fucking killed, A.J. Hawk. Hey, listen, the 49ers team, you love their defense, everybody loves their defense, but as a defensive player, as a man who has great respect for D'Amico Ryans and Fred Warner and everybody that played the same position as you basically on that defense in that area, they're fucking unbelievable at everything. And Brock Purdy mm-hmm. is continuing to prove that he can certainly be the guy for them long term. You know, Jordan Schultz said, uh, he called a couple people at the Niners building, and he said, what do you have in Brock Purdy? And they told him they got a little Jimmy G. They got a guy who's obviously incredibly athletic, <laughs> went all the way back to what he was in high school, where he told Saban that Saban doesn't know football, because if anything, I am accurate. Okay, yeah. I'm undersized. Sure. Okay, I could still get better. Sure, Saban. Saying I'm inaccurate, 
Get the fuck. You know what? This you guy don't know ball. You've never seen film. I'm going to Iowa State instead of fucking Bama after Montana State was one of the only teams that had offered him. Go Bobcats, of course. But he drops one in the bucket here to Christian McCaffrey. He makes a couple other throws over the middle over the past couple weeks that we've seen where he sat in the pocket and taking massive shots. He has swagger. He has moxie. Teammates seemingly love him. That was another thing that one of the Niners people reached out to Schultz and told him, like, have you seen how excited everybody has gotten for Purdy with the success that He's had pump fake, touchdown, how you doing, keep it moving with somebody draped on top of him. What an incredible story this Mr. Irrelevant is. What an incredible run this is. What do you think of this Niners team? And are you over and at on the Bucs forever now that Tom is going to the Raiders next Mm -hmm. season? Well, if that's the case, yeah, we'll have to watch the the Raiders play. But, yeah, the Bucs, I think there was like, what, I don't know how much time. Almost the whole second half left, and they were down thirty-five, nothing. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah, the touchdown. Like that, was... that right there was alarming. When I, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of game to play here, yeah. and a lot of road to, to cover. And it just you don't normally see that with Tom Brady and with the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Pick. I guess you got to give the Niners all the credit, but man, yeah, the Bucks. I don't have a ton of faith in what they can do moving forward. But once again, Tom Brady is there. I always feel like I can't completely count him out with the magic that he can. Kind of creative. They're probably still going to win the NFC South, so they'll get into the tournament. Mm. And everybody, mm. that was a hell of a fucking play. Yeah, mm-hmm. unbelievable. He had, a, he had an underthrow to Julio Jones earlier. He had that overthrow earlier. This is a throw that Tom Brady doesn't normally make because he probably knows that that guy's there. <laughs> I mean, it was a rough go for Tom Brady and the Bucks <laughs> as a whole. I mean, the conversation is going to be about the Bucks being dead. But let's turn it back to the Niners because mm-hmm. I guess there's a narrative out there. Schultz kind of said it. Yeah. Joe Banner, who used to be the general manager of the Eagles, quote tweeted one of my tweets and said it. People don't think the Niners can win a Super Bowl right now. Why? Why is that even a th- – why do people think that's Because of Brock Purdy. They're saying once Jimmy G went down, then their chances to win are gone. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, but like if you watch the game, you know that. Yeah, with all due respect. But people never yeah. counted on Jimmy really to win games for them either. Like Correct. they they wanted Jimmy to kind of be the manager and take care of the ball and you know compliment all these weapons they have on offense, and then their defense is going to play well. I was told that Jimmy G <laughs> wasn't a good quarterback. That's a real That's thing, it. though. The people bury Jimmy G. This guy's yeah. just a game manager, whatever. And but people had the Niners going to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. Right. Yes. Now Brock Purdy is in there making similar plays. We're all Jimmy G fans. We're just telling you what yeah. other people have said. I loved. I love Jimmy G. Love Jimmy love G. Love you, G. A little bit scared about his Nona not. Cooking, not sure. being able to cook. That's, yeah. what, that's an interesting, as somebody that grew up in an Italian family, or not family, neighborhood, community, mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. That's the first time I've heard. So that might be a little bit alarming if his Nona doesn't cook, which was said on a Subway commercial. Yep. So that's the only thing. I love Jimmy G. But why would Purdy not be able to be? I don't understand why people think he wouldn't be able to because there isn't a book out on him yet, I guess. Is I don't that, know. But also, like, their defense, like, they're not going to have to score 35 points a game to win games. Like, their defense is good enough where – like you said, as long as he doesn't make mistakes and turn the ball over a bunch, like they should be able to either be in most games with an opportunity to win or win most games by scoring like 21 to 24 points. So what do we got? No offense to the Packers. Okay, we'll just say oh, they're, they're not in there. dead yet. Yeah, we'll just say yeah. they're in there because mathematically not eliminated after a weekend. Commanders also bumped up to like 76% Kornack, he told me. Went into the weekend at 40-some percent <laughs> chance of making it into the playoffs, up to 76% of the chance yep. uh, to make it into the playoffs. Shout out to Kornacki season being back mm-hmm. in the football world on Football Night in America. But it's um, we're just staring down Eagles and them, right? I mean, that's just literally yeah. – yep. yeah. we're all staring down Niners-Eagles in the <laughs> NFC. Down. 
and Chiefs Bills. Oh, let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. I let off the show, not let off, in the first hour, chatted about how I, I found respect for the Cowboys winning that game they weren't supposed to win. Connor actually said, when you win on bad days, that's good news. And I was like, Connor, that's a bar and also very profound. The Cowboys beat the shit out of the Indianapolis Colts. 33 zip in the fourth quarter, a little bit of a runaway. Uh-huh. Uh, the Cowboys also murdered the Minnesota Vikings, who are certainly still in the entire NFC conversation, we shall see at the end of the day. They're going to have to find it back again. I think they will. Uh, they got the Colts this weekend. There's a chance. To find <laughs> yeah. it. But we're coming out of a bye week nonetheless. But the Dallas Cowboys, when they needed it, they got it. They flipped on a switch. We need a touchdown to win this game. We've been fucking around. We've been dicking around. We haven't looked as good. The Texans are a professional football team. People do get paid millions of dollars to coach and play over there. But when they needed it, they got it. Zeke runs it in. They get a touchdown to win this game with 45 seconds left. I don't think this is as big as a damning win as everybody else seems to think for the Cowboys. I still have faith in the Cowboys. I don't know if they're Niners or Eagles, but I still have faith in the Cowboys to make a run at this thing in the NFC, AJ. Oh, I definitely still have faith in the Cowboys. And I, I would take the stance of that con man saying too, like, yeah, when you're not playing, you have to be able to win games when things aren't going well, when you're not playing right, when it doesn't look like it normally looks when you guys are rolling. You find a way when it really matters, hey, when it matters and we needed to score, we found a way to score and we won the game. That's all that matters to me. Now, let's talk about a team in the NFC where it is going their way. And the ball is bouncing uh-huh. their way. Mm. And it seems as if ever mm. since one bathtub of whiskey right. was debuted to the world on Peyton's Places, one particular team has just figured out how to play football better than everybody else. Ladies and gentlemen, as a favorite this weekend, the brand new Ooh. Lions. Dog walk the Minnesota Vikings and have won what five out of the last six games. Yep. They're going this way. The yep. brand new Lions can make it into the playoffs. Yep. The brand new Lions seem to have a culture of winning. Yep. And the brand new Lions are not only creative and right. tough, right. but they're fucking together and running people out of Woo. gyms. Balls are bouncing their way. Yes. Promos are being cut for them. Jared Goff is slinging the rock like he's never done it before. And in special teams, you guys are picking up fake punts, which are normally happening against you. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the brand new Lions are for real, huh, Foxy? Hey! Boy, Foxy. Hey! How about I, it? I can't believe it. I mean, that was spot on. Um, I tweeted this yesterday. That was the biggest game we've had in years, since the Stafford-Johnson years. And for them to come out and absolutely manhandle the Vikings, a 10-2 and team, it's, like a, it's something I've never seen before. And We've known it all along. MCDC. That guy's a oh, fucking yeah. evil genius. Yeah. We get our draft pick in there. Jameson Williams, boom. Touchdown, like you said. One catch, one tud, one gift tweet. Ooh. How you doing? Keep it moving. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And then, like you said, the fucking fake punt, fourth and seven in our own territory. Awesome. The fact that that works, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then the best one of them all. Something that the same old Lions would literally never do. We get Penny Sewell on a motion, third down, got to have it for the win, pop pass to him, game over. I've never seen anything like it, and that's why they're the brand-new Lions. Lions. Congrats Let's to the go. BNL. Go, it's the most fun I've ever had as a Lions fan, straight up. No offense to Stafford, no offense There's to Calvin. Oh, this is, we expected those teams to win because they were good. Wow. This team, no one expected to win, so I'm having more fun now than I ever have in my entire life. You, you said um – I forget when it was, maybe after training camp and MCDC looked cool or said something cool. 
You said, give that man a 10-year contract. 10-year contract. We're all excited about it. Then you guys start terribly, absolutely miserably. One and six. You fire the DB coach, and then all of a sudden something happens. Aiden Hutchinson's figured out the NFL. He's awesome. Jared Goff in the offense. Williams has more tuds than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And MCDC seemingly has everybody bought in. AJ, what are your thoughts on the brand-new Lions, pal? I mean – you're right. What was the DB coach doing that they let go? You can't put it all on that, but they really have turned it around defensively for sure since that moment, right? They still got Aaron Glenn as the DC. Mm-hmm. I saw him. Yeah. I saw him and MCDC battling with each other after the game, like a quick yep. uh, push and shove or whatever. And AG was loved last year. It was his first year as DC, and people already thought he was going to leave for a head coaching job. That's how good he was last year. So when they come out this year and have the worst defense in the league, no one knows what the hell's going on, and then you just fire that one guy. Fire one coach, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy. Well, I mean, it might have been a fucking problem. He got yes. a job right away. They still yeah. gave up what? Two poor guy. guy. Just, to Justin yeah, Jefferson, who he's unbelievable. Yeah, 180. Yeah. He's, True. He does that to everybody. Yeah. True. Kirk yes, Cousins yeah. also made a couple throws. Yeah, he had a great day. I think he had over 400. That's the type of day, though, that the Lions aren't supposed to win. Never. No. no. And to no. your point, we're getting the bounces. Dalvin Cook fumbles in the red zone. Like, what the fuck is going on? It's unbelievable. And we got to give Goff some love. Goff is yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable. On every single third down, got to have a situation. He threw absolute darts and he got them for us. And it was, that's something that we'd never do. And so it's awesome to see. I think he's our quarterback for the foreseeable future. I don't think we got to draft anyone. There we go. Go, Goff. You see wow. Penn A. Sewell after he caught that little flat route, too. He like went down and then he, he like smacked the hell out of whoever, whatever Viking was in his area. But they didn't throw a flag because it's the brand new Lions. And if it was the old Lions, yeah, it's like right after this, he goes down. Oh, yeah, the guy gets yeah, in he his gets face. pushed or something. They just boom. Boom. And they didn't throw the flag. It would have been after the play, first down. Yes. Would have been a first down regardless. Nonetheless, need it, got it, have it. MCDC in the brand new Lions are rolling. Yeah, Goff won 27-39, 333 tuts. Damn good. He looks like a new player. He looks like, honestly. Kirk Cousins, 31-41, 425, two tuts. A lot of yards. Brand new Lions get the big-time win. How about the Jets and the Bills? Started out as a snoozer. Hey. Started out as a snoozer. Josh Allen wasn't necessarily completing as many balls as we had thought. Then he just takes it upon himself to start running. This motherfucker won airborne against the Jets week 14. Mm-hmm. Full loop-de-loo, spinny-do. How you doing? <laughs> Keep it moving. Josh Allen is bigger, stronger, faster, tougher what? than your guy. First Damn. down, third and 15, 0-0. Zero, zero. This game uh, showcased, I think, that the Jets could be good. I think this game showcased that the Buffalo Bills offense has a dog at quarterback and Josh Allen. And now, they have played some Jeez. tight games here last couple of weeks, so it is something we should certainly keep an eye on. They end up winning. They're 9-0, and and Jordan Poyer starts for them on the defensive side with his cool elbow sleeve. You like this Bills team to go on a run in the AFC? You think they're representing in the Super Bowl for the American Football Conference, A.J. Hawk? I think there's a very, very real possibility that they represent the AFC I think it's possible. I mean, I, I have a hard time ever discounting the Chiefs and what they can do. Yeah. But what Josh Allen was doing there, remember, he was on the show last week, and you were ta- you asked him about mm-hmm. taking care of himself or not running all the time, and he said, like, it's a calculated risk. If it's a got-to-have-it situation, that was third and 15, that clip you showed right there. And he found a way to get 16 or 17 by sacrificing his body. Yeah, he did sacrifice his body. We talked to uh, him about what Ken Dorsey says before the play right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> third and 15, like, fucking got, hey, bub. Gotta fucking have this one. 
Look how boring this game has been. It's starting to rain and snow and sleet. It's miserable out here. Third and 15. Boo birds are coming out from Bill's Mafia. And then all of a sudden it cuts off. 15-second play. What's the play? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Do number uh, 14 or whatever, you know. Those pre-snap conversations between OC and quarterback. Congrats to the Bills getting a win they need to have. Congrats to Mike White coming back like four or five times. Jeez. The locker room legend continues to grow. All the boys love him. I think Jets fans do as well. Not good enough to beat the Bills yesterday, but the Jets, I think, are upward trend. Mm -hmm. But so is that entire division. Or are they? The oh. Dolphins going back. We have to take a step, two steps backward real quick. We have a legend joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, not only a Super Bowl champion, I believe, with the Green Bay Packers, but a Detroit Lions legend. A lot of people have said things about his height and his weight. Ladies and gentlemen, TJ Lang. Yay! Yeah. Teach. Well, Zito's the only one who's ever said something about my weight. Publicly. <laughs> Public, yeah, publicly. Publicly, yeah. Zito uh, says hello, by the way. Uh, I, I DM'd TJ yesterday. I said, hey, bub. Can we uh, FaceTime you tomorrow during the show about these brand new Lions? Forgot I had done that until Foxy was talking about it. And I said, Zito, call TJ Lang. Didn't answer, just called back. TJ, thank you for calling back. We'll add this into the clip about the Detroit Lions. Bounces are going your way. You guys are creative out of nowhere. MCDC's got a culture built. What the fuck's happening? Why is this the brand new Lions and not the same old Lions, TJ Lang? My goodness. I mean... I, it, 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 it's unreal. I mean, to where we were two months ago, literally talking about this team at one in six, just like, all right, man, Will Anderson, you know, he'd be good. He'd look good in Detroit. Hey, Jim <laughs> Carter, you know, Bryce Young. And all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, look at these guys now, you know? I mean, I heard you guys talking about it a little bit. You know, they, they tried so many different ways of, you know, lighting a fire under, under some of the guys, especially defensively. You know, they, they benched, uh, a corner there at one point. They benched, uh, you know, Michael Brockers, who was a, a, a captain on the team. They fire a coach, you know, Aubrey Pleasant, who was really well loved in that building, and I thought he was a really good coach. Uh, but that was kind of the final wake up call, I think, for a lot of those guys, man. I, I think anytime you're an athlete and, you know, coaches get fired and people lose their jobs because of, you know, you not doing yours, that, that, that wakes you up a little bit. And I think that was kind of the final straw. I don't think that was why. Coach uh, Campbell made that decision to try to wake those guys up, but, uh, you know, it, it worked. You know, it worked. And everything was going so bad at that time. I mean, remember, they fired their coach. They oh, trade yeah. TJ Hawkins, and everybody's like, oh, they're packing it in. All of a sudden, what do they do? They go 5-1 and one the next six weeks. I mean, it's just incredible. It really starts, in my opinion, though, uh, Jared Goff. I mean, last week he mentioned he's playing the best football of his career. Like, that's hard to argue. You know, the last two games, last three games, you know, he's thrown for over 900 yards, seven touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's taking care of the football. I mean, that's the recipe. That's that's it, man. He's hitting the deep shots. He's not turning the ball over. He's throwing it away, you know, when nothing's there to live another down. And that was something that killed him the first couple months of the season. Not only was he turning the ball over, you know, but a lot of those were, were going back for touchdowns. I mean, you lose to Philly by three, you know, there's a pick six in there. You lose to Seattle by three, there's a pick six in there. Uh, you know, a couple other times, fumble goes back for a touchdown. Those were just, those were absolute killers. So you, you look at the games they were losing early in the season that were close. A lot of them were one or two plays away from 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 going their way. Uh, they found a way to to just turn that corner. And and the young players on this team, man. I mean, those guys. I'll tell you what, the development of some of these guys, Aiden Hutchinson, wow. uh, James Houston, who's you know just finished his third game, has got four sacks. Malcolm Rodriguez playing really good. 
you know, age. I don't know if you've watched him, but oh, he's yeah. playing Hard really good at the linebacker spot. And, you know, even yet, then, then yesterday, you know, we did uh, Jamison Williams finding oh, that. Yeah. People have been excited about him since May. Uh, he goes out there, first catch, you know, 40-yard touchdown. So the, the, the production they're getting from the young players, uh, man, it's, 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 been, it's been great so far. It's been promising. Teach, what do you think of Hutchinson? Obviously, he's he's playing well. Especially, it seems like he's getting better as the season down. goes. Like, what is he? What's his best thing? You think, like his best trait that he does when he's rushing the passer? Man, I, I'll tell you what. The last five or six weeks, I've, I've seen him starting to develop those second cool. and third moves. You know, the first uh, first month and a half of the season, you know, I think he really had to learn the hard way that. You're not just going to bull rush, you know, NFL tackles every play, right? And that's what he was doing. A lot of times, you know, he, he's in the three-point, four-point stance, and he just wants to run into guys. He wants to try to, to outpower uh, the tackles. He learned that you can't do that. I mean, you might be able to get away with it maybe once or twice a game, but you got to develop something else, you know. He, he started to develop a spin move. Uh, yesterday he had that sack. He just kind of ran right around the right tackle, you know. There was nothing special about it, but, but I think the right tackle was thinking, O'Neal was thinking there, okay, he's probably going to try Try to run, you know, right through my chest, and, and he gives him a little switch up and makes a big play. Um, he's he's. The, I'll tell you the biggest difference was him. The first five or six weeks, they had him playing uh, on the strong side, so he was covered up. Strong side, the six and seven tech, technique, and in a four point stance, he couldn't really read a lot. You know, he couldn't use his instincts. It was just fire off the ball and you know, bull in China shop. Now they've moved him more to that two point stance where he had a lot of that success. Uh, in Michigan and get in the backfield and, uh, you know, making plays in the run game too. I think he had another couple tackles for loss yesterday against uh, Minnesota. I think just how quickly he's developed uh, those second, those third moves um, has been huge because very rarely guys in the NFL do you see, uh, you know, defensive ends just win on their first move all the time. A lot of time it's, you know, I'm going to bull rush you and then I'm going to spin or then I'm going to go, you know, fake the inside move, second move, spin, you know, get back to the out, whatever it is. And that's something that, I think with Aiden, man, he, he's taken a huge step there the last month and a half. That means he's only going to get better, by the way. If he's just starting to learn these and yeah. work these now, they're only going to get better. The disguising is only going to get better. Last question for you here, TJ. We can't thank you enough for joining us. Um, how do you feel about the coaching staff? Every time I see MCDC talking to the team, everybody seems to be bought in. Everybody seems to be buying in. But I think making that decision with Aiden Hutchinson, a lot of the former players on the staff being like, all right, this obviously isn't his best. Let's just get him comfortable. I think that's a weapon that they have that not everybody has. That former player-run team was getting mocked there for a while. They turn it back around. How much of that do you think had input in it? A lot of it, man, a lot of it. And you're not only talking about, you know, coaches that, you know, stopped by the NFL for a cup of tea. I mean, a lot of those guys had really long careers. Deuce Staley, Mark Brunell, Hank Fraley played uh, in the NFL for a long time. Antoine Randall, you're talking about guys that had uh, legit, you know, long-term NFL careers. And I think with, with, with that comes the experience of, you know, being open and being relatable to your players, not having that stubborn kind of mentality and, and attitude where, you know, this is the way I want it done, and this is the way you're going to do it. Like, they, they talk to these guys. They communicate. They What are you more comfortable with? What do you guys want to do? And, and and one of the guys, Ben Johnson, I mean, he's he's the one guy who, who didn't have that long NFL career, but he, he's arguably uh, been their most important coach, man, and and he's been awesome. Now, he's not good enough to be a head coach yet. He's, 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 he's I don't want him to leave. I want him to 
in Detroit. We love him here. In yeah, Detroit. this guy stinks. This guy yeah. he's got yeah. a lot of flaws. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of flaws. Yeah. Bad coach. Yeah, yeah. He's got a lot, long way to go, man. So hopefully, he sticks around. But he's uh, the, the. I'll tell you what. The the biggest uh, relationship in that building, I think, is always between your offensive play caller and the quarterback. And he told us a bunch of stories. Just spending a ton of time this off season. Uh, with Jared Goff, just getting to know him. Hey, what do you like? Who do you like in this position? What kind of plays do you want to run? It's it, it just it, it get, building that chemistry between the two of them um, is really paying off now because, like I said, man, it, Jared Goff's playing at such a high level, and a lot of that's because of Ben Johnson. I mean, he's a very creative guy. Uh, he, he gets him in the right place at the right time. It's just everything right now that was going bad, you know, in the first month and a half, it's completely flipped. And everything for them right now is going great. And it's not by accident. I mean, they're going, going out great. there and they're they're actually punishing teams. I mean, Every, they're yeah, punishing teams. Beating the you fuck know? out Winning of them. Winning by double digits. Yeah. I mean, hey. yeah, Vikings, Giants, you know, Jacksonville. Hey, Jacksonville Why? just beat the hell out of Tennessee, man. Hey, you know, beat the hell. The football team over there either. Hey, look at this, huh? So it'll be interesting to see, man. So what are the expectations we got four, now? We got, four ga- we, got, we got four games left, buddy. I mean, I'll tell you what, Foxy. I know a lot of people are laughing at you, my friend, there in the preseason. You talked about 10 wins in a playoff playoff game, buddy. I, I think that is extremely realistic. Here we go, Fox. I do. And that was you go to the Jets this week. Now, Mike White, was, is he still in the hospital? I know he got rocked yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Did you see those shots? There's some heavy. Oh, I mean, we're talking goodness. whiplash yeah. the other direction. His head almost got whiplash yeah. coming forward from a shot. He got speared by Goldberg, Ooh. Roman Reigns. Very very rarely do you see a, a player's face like instantly react to a hit like that. Normally you lay on the ground and then you're like, oh shit. You could see in that slow-mo vid as soon as Milano hit him, like his face Ooh. was like his oh body almost God. leaves. Like, the, he was, his body almost leaves the screen. Yeah. His body almost left the screen. Oh his head was God. still in it. I mean, that is killed the other one. Too, especially right? with yeah, the other one was definitely head all over. Problematic, yeah, yeah. but that's like a perfectly yeah. legal shot. Milano with oh, a yeah. perfectly uh-huh. legal, yeah. like he's tackling oh. a bag. That was like a tackle <laughs> bag. That's a form tackle run through his <gasps> sternum meets spine. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, Lions versus oh, Joe no. Jeez, a week. The Lions versus some Joe Flacco this Sunday. You don't want that. I'll Scary. tell you what, man. Hey, Schultz, he said. Um, that he would assume he's not going to be able to play in five, six days. But that was pundit Schultz, not insider right, Schultz. Right. That locker room loves Mike White. How could you not? The guy had been playing good football, and he went back in after probably fracturing some ribs. Yeah. Uh, good luck against the Jets next week. Yeah. Ty has a question for you, though. Yeah, uh, go ahead, man. Ty. Yeah, T, you talk about Jared Goff, and it seemed and Foxy said it too. You know, he wants him to be the guy for the foreseeable future, whereas, you know, like five, six weeks ago, it was, hey, with that Rams pick, we're probably going to end up drafting a quarterback. Do you think the Lions have seen enough in the last four or five weeks where they're sticking with golf. They're not going to get a quarterback with that uh, that top five pick or whatever it's going to end up being. They're going to use that elsewhere. I could see him leading that way for sure. Now, I think uh, with Jared, it's always been about the consistency, right? And I think he's stacked five or six really good weeks uh, together now. Uh, but I, th- I still think there's there's going to a big part of it's going to be on how this season finishes out. You know, if he can play at that consistent level for the next four games. Um, gosh, man, I, I would be I would be shocked if they tried to uh, go out there and replace him in any way. And and look, I think with the way that they've played uh, the past couple games and 
and hopefully finishing the season strong, you know, that would lead you into, you know, belief that, hey, next year is the year that we're really competing for the playoffs, not only playoffs, but the top of that division. And that's not something that you do uh, with a young quarterback. So I, I definitely see Jared Goff being in their long-term plans. How about this? The brand new Lions. It's like 15 minutes we just talked. 20 minutes on a Monday we're talking about the Lions. Unreal. Here we go. Strange boys. What's that, buddy? <laughs> What'd you That's say? That's the hottest team in sports, my friends. Uh, all right. Everybody, uh, jump on on. Come on. You know your Colts ain't doing nothing. Come on. Go, come, come wear the other blue and white, my buddy. I am a little wor- – and gray. You guys wear a lot of gray. I don't, I don't necessarily <laughs> love the gray. A lot of gray. Um, <laughs> the Colts are staring down. TJ. TJ, the Colts' future. Dude, I don't know what it is. I honestly – I've tried to piece it together. They're, everybody's paid at every position – but it's like, are they the right people? Clearly not. No. So <laughs> what does, you know what I mean? It's like, what is the future? But, yeah. It, you, yeah, but, I mean, you think if they get a young quarterback in there, a new quarterback in there, that could change. Mm-hmm. You know, no. I know Matt Ryan. They is, fall off trees. Lumps there, but. Where do these new quarterbacks no, come I mean, from? Dude, you know how much quarterbacks move around now. I mean, look at just the past couple of years. Yeah, give up a couple. Yeah, we've been a part of Denver. it. Yeah. Go get Russell. Get Russell Wilson. We man. do not. Yeah, go give. Go give Denver some. Hey, picks, man. hope he's, he's a... for a six. Bro, he got. <laughs> oh yeah, he got dumped. Dude, he yeah. did you see that? He landed on his his full body on his oh, head. Yeah, that, was... that was a tough shot. Hope he's okay. Hello, bro. Rusted? Yeah. Look at it. He's got another head growing on top of his head. Bro, his his helmet. You know how helmets hit noses and shit. Look at. Two doors down Ooh. there. Yeah. This one hit him right in the fucking yeah, right there. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Oh man, it was bad, dude. Happened? It was bad. It was bad. It wasn't good. Hope he's okay. Just like I hope the oh, Lions God. finish because expectations are high again. All of a sudden, right. oh, oh, that's not so. Oh. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> go boys. TJ Lang. Thank yeah, you, buddy. What is going on in Qatar? Is not bro. Well, this is 2022. Not money. Not money. This is a reminder that everything ain't sweet. Okay. In everybody's ideal life that we all want everybody to abide by, in how future and progressive thinking we want everybody to view everybody as okay, and everybody have best intentions, and everybody to make the right decisions all the time. Like, we have this fantasy land that we're all hoping for and striving for, and I think we all think we're already there because in certain circles of the internet, if you kind of block out all the other noise, that can exist, and that is some people's reality. It is not reality in the world, though, and it has to be remembered every single time we think about something like this, because this Grant Wall... Okay, uh, Sports Illustrated soccer reporter who is covering uh, the soccer Lombardi over in Qatar dies, healthy 39-year-old or something mm-hmm. like that, dies over there, 49? I think 49. 49 I years old, whatever the case, healthy dude, just ends up dying over there. I mean, obviously, rest in peace. We didn't, we've never met Grant Wall. No. This is not good. But an American journalist dies over there, okay? So every step going forward about the autopsy and everything, is going to be under a microscope for international relations, I would assume. International relations are happening at this point. It is bananas. He had bronchitis or something the day beforehand, and then he has a heart attack and dies the next day, seemingly healthy. There's photos of him rocking the rainbow shirt for unity and equality, being forced to not uh, come into a stadium unless he changes his shirt. He has said things on podcasts, I guess, that go against what the Qatar state people would want. The day before he released the article on the deaths of the migrant workers. Which, obviously, were in the stadium. I mean, it is... 
This is 2022, and it seems like we got a pretty big fucking deal happening <laughs> with an American journalist who's beloved, it seems like, oh, by yeah. everybody that works with him. This yeah. is a wild story, AJ. This is a wild situation here. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. It's, I mean, it's terribly sad, too. Like, he, yes, he passed out at the game. Like, so was it a heart attack? Is that what... I believe it happened. I believe people are the internet is we we read a report on the internet, assuming it's a heart issue. Um, But all of us immediately think, "Oh, this guy got killed." Some sort of healthy guy, foul play involved. Oh, they poisoned the other journalists. The other people covering the game saw, like he tipped over in his chair at a stadium. Like that's how. Like this was right in front of everybody too. Like this is terrible. Well, and everybody else that's there has to think to themselves, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Got to get that right? body. Because yeah. this was what was being mocked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Hey, you don't. They'll kill you. Yeah. Don't fuck around. Like that's what's being like. That's like the jokes on the internet. Like, oh, watch it. No, remember there was the the okie duck when he got there. No alcohol. Yep. No uh, public displays of affection. No this. No this. No this. And it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I thought because you're inviting the world in that that was going to be okay. They're like, nope. You're coming into our world now. And then everybody's immediate thought was like, your world also means this, this, and this. If you disagree with uh, or openly state that, you know, there's no free press in a lot of these places. And it's like, no, that is seemingly right in front of us right now. And it's going to be hard not to believe that until, I guess, everything comes out. There's going to be some people that are never going to believe that there was no foul play involved. Well, and I can't remember if he tweeted it or said something, but, yeah, like he was having bronchitis or issues with that or whatever it was, and he went to, like, one of the medical areas or medical tents, and they gave him, like, a cocktail of of something, and he and he tweeted, like, feeling a thousand percent better today and i think that was maybe a day or two days before he died so it it is just he was tweeting yeah hours before he's pronounced dead about the game like we're just we're up and at him his brother is obviously every we're not telling anybody anything that they don't know we're just trying to piece it all together his brother for those who maybe didn't hear his brother came out and said he was fully healthy this is a fully healthy guy happy guy like this whole thing and it's crazy fifa is gonna have to I'm assuming they don't have to answer questions to anybody ever because they're FIFA and they run the world. And that's basically what the documentary has said, like the amount of power they have because they can bring the attention and the money to your country just with a couple votes. And that was on the Sepp Blatter thing. This is a big deal. American journalists. Oh, yeah. Huge deal. deal. Yeah. Not that it wouldn't be anywhere else, but we're just saying seemingly it gets a little louder when we're involved, when America's involved. Yeah. How will this, what will be the answer? And I'm very, I don't know. This is a wild situation. Yeah, and not to pile on like bad situations, but when we're talking about hard situations, the Mike Leach thing that dropped last night. Yeah. Too. yeah. Is he okay? What happened Said to him? He's still in critical, critical condition. condition. Yeah. Out of nowhere, they're like, hey, prayers mm-hmm. are actually needed, but they weren't coming from like a Mississippi State account. No. It was coming from like everybody else. Like, hey, his actual prayers are needed right now for Mike Leach. And I'm like, is this person just trying to get like clout? on the internet right now, which is the immediate, it's hard not to think about that. If somebody's not directly connected or the source, it's like, oh, this person's trying to get clout off a terrible situation. I hate this person. But then like others started Mm -hmm. reporting about it. It was like, oh no, things look bad for Mike Leach. He was just coaching a couple weeks ago. Right before we went on Mississippi State, put out a statement, said he was in uh, critical condition. I believe he was life flighted. Uh, yeah, he was airlifted, airlifted. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, but there was weather, so they were grounded for a little bit. They found a window to get there. I wonder if the lack of oh. ability during the storm or the weather kind of <clears> changed <throat> anything. I, don't, I try to read up as much as possible because, I mean, he's not that old. No. 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 Really Active. Isn't. Yeah. Brain Scary. sharp. Yeah. Very sharp. Mm-hmm. Loved, it feels like, by a lot of people. 61. 
What's that? Six, he's only 61. Damn, man. Man. All right. We are sorry to everybody who's going through anything anywhere, mm-hmm. but to the Leach family, D's and P's down there. Hey, yep. positive vibes. Let's mm-hmm. go. Hey, yeah, come on. We got this, Mike. Here we go. Come on. All right, let's get back to the NFL. That 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 Grant Wall stuff, very sad. Crazy, yeah. Very They're sad. working. I would assume his family in the U.S. is working to get his body back mm-hmm. here, right? Like, do we know where any of that is? You would assume, right? I mean, I think I don't know that world enough. I've only seen the movies about, you know, when bodies are in another think country's about that, custody. Like, think about it. That was a relative or a friend of yours. You'd be like, all right, what's, what do we got to do to – obviously, we want to get him back here, but as quickly as we – yeah, I don't know. It's, it's terrible. Feels what was different. that movie? What was that movie? It was in, like, Philadelphia. Ah. Vince Papali? It was about a guy getting his son back from overseas, his body. Oh. It was actually about that. And he teamed up with, like, his former – uh, that's Sounds a movie. I watched the whole thing. Awfully but, sad. Sounds it, t- like yeah, brutal. It was on TV. I just like I was Ooh. in and out of naps. I woke up and they were in the middle of explaining what it was. And then it like I thought like, oh shit, that's probably a thing. Whenever bodies mm-hmm. are in the custody of other countries and families want them back, you don't really hear about that afterwards, you know? You always hear about mm-hmm. the passing and then T's and P's to the family and then you move on. Like we we would assume that FIFA has good enough relations with Qatar. To be able to make this be an easy transition, is that what, that's who we're hoping is the mediator there? Because what are his brother, what's the United States relations believe, with Qatar? I read some tweets from his brother yesterday. I believe he was complimenting and thanking the ambassador, the U.S. ambassador in Qatar, as far as like getting the body and stuff back like that. Yeah. That's who I they believe. Secured like all of his personal yeah. belongings and stuff like that. Because if it was difficult too, all signs oh, yeah. point more so too. Yeah, if there's any discrepancy yeah. at all in anything exactly well, even, like mm-hmm. they're gonna be a bunch of like lebron was tweeting you know because this guy wrote the first piece on lebron when oh, he yeah. was in high school like he is you know the amount of people who have like tweeted about like how terrible this is like this isn't just gonna be like oh you know some random american journalist died in in qatar and then that's kind of the end of it like i think there's enough kind of like a groundswell behind this like they will get to the bottom to whatever the hell happened here I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Man. 2022. Exactly. Eric Wall. Update. We are traveling with Grant's body to the medical examination and autopsy per a U.S. government official. FIFA is saying AEDs were available at the stadium. Thank you to American Airlines for their incredible help. Thank you to the New York Port Authority and the U.S. government. Humboldt says Wall is getting transferred there to see Grant, I assume. What happened? I'm not. They were. They were pumping his chest. They didn't have the defibrillators in the, like right in that area for like twenty minutes. What I read, God damn, damn, yeah, those things save people's lives. That's why they're all over schools oh, yeah. and any any sporting like the deal you're at, like they have them. This is literally everything though that people feared about having it there, right? For 100%. sure, I'm not feared, mocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everybody mocked it because they're like, no way. They can't do it on such a national stage. Not in 2022. 2022. People think not. Yeah, not now, right? Yeah. And now it's just like, boom. One of the most beloved guys in the United States. This is shit still ain't sweet somewhere. It, possibly. That's what everybody's thinking. Like, yeah. And on that note, the soccer Lombardi is still happening. Mm-hmm. France beat England. Yep. Mm-hmm. Croatia beat Brazil. Correct. Uh-huh. Argentina lost to beat the Netherlands. Yep. Argentina beat the Netherlands. Remember after the PK PK shootout. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Celebratory. Right here on Friday. Mm -hmm. I do remember that. And obviously, the last team that's left is Morocco beat Portugal. Congratulations, Cristiano Ronaldo, crying off the the pitch. Because he wasn't able to win a World Cup for the people of Portugal. Mm hmm. 
He won the Europe's. They didn't have him on the field. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us were, uh, Foxy's tweet explained it well. Yep. Please explain to me like I'm a five-year-old why Cristiano Ronaldo is not on the field right now and their team is not winning. It was mm-hmm. a really good The response. best answer yes. was it is 2020 Drew Brees. So just yeah. picture it that way. Oh, They're saying really? noodle arm okay. or whatever, but yes. he gets in there. He has a wide-open opportunity. He's, I thought the same thing. He gets on the field. They're triple-teaming him. Okay, so Open I assume that doesn't help bit. anybody else out. No to big deal. To compare Ronaldo to Drew Brees is so disrespectful, Very but I understand the analogy, I guess. <laughs> They're saying he's maybe a little to slower who? than he was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe he doesn't have it as much as he had it back in the past. Like Drew Brees, we seen at the end, a yeah. actual decline of his arm strength, which certainly slowed down. Didn't stop him, but slowed him down. The thing Drew Brees had, though, was a big old fucking brain mm-hmm. and the ability to find it out. So if that is the comparison, Cristiano Ronaldo still should be on the fucking pitch. Yeah. Right. Put him in the game. Oh, he oh he's back up. Why is he on three the team? Goals. What's that? Why is he on the team then? Why is he taking up a spot? Well, he's good enough. Well, he was playing early. Yeah. Probably he's top 16 in the fucking It's Ronaldo. It's, uh, to me, that's like taking Michael Jordan out of the lineup. That's how I feel. I don't, I don't know enough. Oh, yeah. Me too. And the Croatians have like a 40-year-old still playing for them in the middle of the field with long hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. Luka. Who probably has a guy on that roster that's younger, quicker, mm-hmm. faster than him, probably a stronger leg than him, but he's... He understands the beautiful game. Yeah, he's that's why he's on the field. He's a maestro, not he's, the maestro. These coaches, this Burhalter shit oh, that's man. coming out too about the United States. What's, what's that? What happened? Oh, those spin zone from old Burhalter. His team uh, caught wind, I guess, for the first time that, hey, everybody's wondering why you didn't play fucking Reyna. That's all anybody's wondering about. Hey, what's the big criticism? Burhalter's team, like, all right, what's the big criticism coming out of the World Cup? Uh, everybody's wondering why Burhalter's the coach uh, because one of our best players. Was never on the fucking field. Yeah. Okay, well, tell them he's not trying hard. He's uh, he's not giving any good emotions. His juice is bad, and he's not fun to coach or whatever. They're like, you got it. We'll put a report out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they think that makes his, him look good. I think it makes him look bad. You're the coach, and somehow out of your team and your leakage, it's coming out. You're burying one of your best players. Like, that's not a good look. That's a little bit petty. No. But nonetheless, Gio has responded, Reina. I apologize to my teammates and coach for this, and I was told I was forgiven. Coach Burhalter has always said, that issues that arise with the team will stay in-house so we can focus on team unity and progress. That's Gio Reyna responding to Greg Berhalter's comments about the midfielder. It's just, uh, it's all, it, why is soccer always so dramatic? Yeah, I don't know. Time to boot Berhalter. Boot him. He's done. I agree. Well, how long do you coach in the World Cup? If you, like, is it a, do you have a term? How does it work? I don't know. I'm on Reina's side. I'd like to let everybody know, though. I'm yeah. on the player side. The good player side, the guy that scores a goal immediately upon playing for another team after the World Cup, that is a ripper side panel yeah. from the top of the thing that we could have used our team to just be, you know, that stubborn about it all. I think it's not a good sign of leadership. I think it's a bad leadership. Put Gio Reyna on the fucking field. He's yeah. 20 years old. Put him on the fucking pitch. Hire Miola. Get Tony Miola on the sideline. Boom. Boom. Thank God, yeah. Yeah, Easy. why don't we do that? What is the deal? Why haven't we signed Tony Miola? What about Alexi Lawless? That dude has he's well, full of piss and vinegar. Why doesn't he coach the squad? He pawned it. People are saying that Fox's coverage of it has been fascinating. That's what people have said. What's been fascinating about it? I don't know. I'll tell you, as soon as America loses. I haven't seen Jay Glazer once, so I don't What about oh, Belichick? That's what's fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah, why was Jay Glazer over in Qatar? <laughs> I have no idea. Have I you seen him on a commercial? I haven't Just seen his fun. mug anywhere over there. It's almost like he went to Qatar for a vacation for a month well, and a half. That was, the whole football squad went over there. Yeah. Have yeah. we seen anything from them over there? No. Why'd they go over there? Just getting boozed up with Alexi Law. No, I don't, think, I don't think you're getting boozed up over there. They can't in their little, you know, area. Villa. Oh, maybe it's Jay Glazer. 
I mean, Jay, Jay Glazer go. is doing what Jay Glazer wants to do yes. over there. Yeah. I hope mm-hmm. he's back. I haven't heard from yeah, him. Yeah, I know. Have anybody, has anybody seen Jay Glazer? Where's Somebody Jay Glazer? check on him. AQ would know. Where's AQ Jay? Proof of life. All right, let's move on. Let's do some overreactions from around the internet. Okay. We do know that those incredibly sad things are happening in the world. We all need to know them and then act accordingly. Mm-hmm. So whenever something pops up and it's not great, we go, well, it's not great, it's not perfect, but we still have a life that is much better than so many people yeah. around the world still in 2022. And I know mm-hmm. everybody was pissed off about Brittany Griner getting released from the Russian jail because Whelan, the Marine who's been in jail for four years, is over there. And I can understand why there is a allegedly an ultimatum Griner or this Marine <laughs> who served our country and served the United States and has been over there longer. And picking Griner over the Marine is certainly not a move that any person wants to see happen in real life. Okay, like that is that's out of a movie. That is a situation that is absurd. But we could still be happy that, like, for Brittany Griner getting to see, like, Brittany Griner's no longer in jail. That was our entire take. But, like, also, everybody said Brittany Griner hates America. Brittany Griner doesn't want to. Who cares? Bro, this guy loved America, and America's doing a big favor for somebody that hates America or whatever. I do wonder if Brittany Griner got a taste of what, you know, countries are still like at this very moment. I think a lot of people bury America. A lot of people do that have never been to another country. Like, I've been very fortunate and very lucky to go to another country after about a week, week and a half in most places. There are some places that I think I could live and move to forever, and I'm not talking about just beaches. I'm talking about experiencing countries, whether it's through sport or vacation. There's only a certain amount of places in the world that you go, I'd like to live here and not get back to America. Most places you go, give me fucking back to America for one reason or another, and I think that gets lost. Hopefully, with these types of situations, people can remember that although we can get very... We can get much better. We can get much better everywhere, I think, especially in the United States of America. We're much better than we were a long time ago and much better than most of the places around the world. Let's keep getting better. Let's remember that. Okay? Oh, yeah. With that being said, let's yeah. move along uh, into some overreactions. We have an update about Jake Laser. Jake Laser is, this freaking sucks. I got COVID. Okay. He's got COVID. I won't be able to be with no. my Fox family and all you tomorrow. You got to be f- freaking fucking me. You don't have to bleep out freaking. So you got to be, be freaking, freaking fucking shitting me. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, shitting. freaking shitting me. Right. Is that what it would have to be? You got to be freaking shitting me. Yeah, that's yeah. probably what mm-hmm. it is, right? Got me pretty bad the last five days, but feeling much better today. Adam, baby Jay, miss you, Jay. We miss you, Jay. Jay. All right, let's move some overreactions from the internet, shall we? I put out a bird call this morning saying, hey, it's that majestic time of the week again where you get to showcase your NFL fandom emotions and not be judged for it. No, no. Actually, you'll be celebrated. It's time for hashtag PMS. I don't want to overreact, but it ended up trending, I think, number two or number three Mm -hmm. in a matter of like 10 to 15 minutes. We can't thank you enough. Ty Schmidt went through them, picked his favorites. How were they this week? Pretty good? Yeah, some very good ones this week pretty absurd because a lot of things have happened you know there's a lot of futures that have been determined basically at this stage of the season have you noticed that in the overreaction yeah and people whose teams were very good you know for a long time maybe starting to hit the panic button a little bit seeing the season kind of slip through their fingies so yeah there's there were some good ones today all right let's go to our first one here from the internet this is from alex white at alex eight white i don't know if he's a hungry fella or if that's what the eight is, or if that's his number, which sport we shall try to figure out. Football, basketball, eight at football. Quarterback? 
Probably. Yes. Yeah. But also these days. Could be tight end. Who knows? Wide receiver. Yeah, tight end. Hashtag PMS. I don't want to overreact. But Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals will win out and claim the number one seed. The Lamar Hunt Trophy will remain in the jungle for the next three seasons at least. Start putting the banners up in the practice bubble. Hashtag Dynasty. AJ, that indoor facility is certainly a beautiful thing. A spectacle, if you will. In 2022, an NFL team finally put a bubble over their field so the boys can practice in winter, which has come every single year since the beginning of Cincinnati's existence that being the winter what do you think about the Bengals? what do you think about hanging banners what do you think about their options to go on a run like a dynasty fashion with little to no funds it seems like in the building well i don't think they're gonna be hanging out any banners in that new practice bubble yet have we seen any pictures from know. the inside of this bubble i would like to see the inside of the bubble and what it looks like well i think it probably looks a lot like the thunderdome yeah, you know towards basically. the end you can't stand up you got to kind of get closer there's probably some hanging yeah. hanging dangling lights off the top yep. of that thing the boys are getting their work in though whenever they mm -hmm. you know can get extra work in they still have an outdoor practice field okay but sometimes you know this is crazy to hear and i know people are gonna be mind blown by this sometimes guys like to get extra work think about that really no you know all the people hmm. that are like oh they want to practice indoor they're soft those people probably want their players to have like the work harder method like do extra work method mm -hmm. like that it's a lot easier to do that when you don't have to go in 15 degree 45 mile an hour wind weather like a bubble has so i'm happy they've done that i hope the team gets better but you're right very, very minimal content coming from inside that fucking bubble over there. Well, they're about business. They're about their business. That's all they care about is football, I guess, right now. But I don't think it's a crazy overreaction to think that they could run the table. I'm not claiming they will, but hey, if they do, I'm not going to be shocked. Who do they got? Do we know who they got? I mean, I know yeah. they still have New England. So I believe I just looked at the up Bills, too. Bills, Bucks, so New England, and. The Ravens. Okay. Bills, yeah. Bucks, New England, and the Ravens. I think. So, Let me check. Three. Okay, so I mean, Bills going to be tough. Yeah. Bucks seemingly going to be easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Going to be easy. I think that's next week. <laughs> going to be easy. Yeah, it goes Bucks, Pats, Bills, Ravens. Okay, Pats. Is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Remember last week I said it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not a thing. It's not a thing anymore. Where nope. is it? Is it in New England or is it in Doesn't matter. It's at New England. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't if they can control nah. the weather. By the way, the Bengals are plus 110 to win that division right now. Ravens are minus Jeeps. 135. They have the same record. Good odds, plus 110. That's like a super boost these days. Yeah. It is like a super yeah. boost. Now, they did lose the Ravens the first game, so. So they won again. Breaker. Not a bad bet right there. Thank you, Tony. I've been losing a lot of bets. A lot. I was thinking about tonight hammering the Patriots, but Ooh. just a couple of days ago, I said Patriots are dead, didn't I? You did. I just had to remind myself yep. of that. I got bought into it. Maybe I just stay away from this one. Maybe I take a couple of days off from gambling. There you go. Maybe I kind of, you know. <laughs> Yeah, a little cleanse. Just put it down. Say, I don't know what's going on. Because yeah, seemingly this NFL season is more <laughs> hilarious than any. What are you saying, AJ? I do have the ability to do as such. I know you do. You show great restraint. I just don't feel like you will in this situation. I think you're going to get right back on the horse. There's only certain men in games. You know? yeah, that's a good point. It's kind of a problem. <laughs> yeah. The offseason's coming, and I can just say, nah, I'm not betting on this D3 college hoops. Exactly. I'm not betting on something just to bet on something. I have that ability. I'm very thankful I have that. There are some, not the majority, but there are some people that don't have that capability. But when it comes to the NFL, it's like, there's going to come a time very soon where I'm not going to be able to bet on this. Yeah. Got to bet on this. Got to get your shots in. The only thing about tonight, too, is that you know how the Patriots change their game plans every half. So I think that benefits them greatly. Does it matter, though? You know, because if Kyler doesn't know what's coming ever, 
Exactly. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's a good point. You know, yeah. if you change it, if true. You change it, yeah. oh, I didn't know. Oh, they change it? Did they? Uh, I didn't know. How do you know? Let's go to another overreaction. Love where the Bengals are at. Here's operator Tom. Oh, yes. Wonder Boy Slim. Hashtag PMS, I don't want to overreact. But the more things change in Big D, the more they stay the same. Cowboys are a great team, but constantly show teams how easy it is to beat them and stumble at seemingly every single trap game. Looks like another wild card round out for Dallas. Parenthesis. Yes, I'm a fan. Parenthesis. Wonderboy Slim here, Operator Tom. Great helmet to your uh, point. Seems to be incredibly safe up there. Uh, do you think Dallas is dead? I didn't take that from that game where they almost lost to the Texans. Was it a trap game? I guess seemingly it could be that. But they had to win a tough game. They had to come back. They had to turn it on when they had to turn it on. I think I learned a lot about them in a good way as opposed to a bad way like everybody else is thinking. Am I wrong, A.J. Hawk? I think you're right in what you're thinking. I think Big Mike McCarthy and the rest of that staff, too. Like, yeah, we're not going to be – you know, charging the field and dumping Gatorade on the head coach after that win, but we're going to be happy about it because you have to win many different ways. And when we knew we needed to play, we needed a couple plays, we made it happen. Here we go, on to the next one. Would have been a game if they do lose in a wild card later where we look back and say, remember the Texans beat them? Remember mm-hmm. the Texans beat yeah. Instead, they get a win. Will not be talked about. The game will not be talked about in two weeks from now other than like, well, maybe they'll lose because they did struggle to the Texans. They get a win. Who cares? Nope. Like, that's literally how people – 17 and a half point favorites, and they struggle like that. It comes down to 45 seconds left in the game to win by four. Certainly going to be a conversation piece in a moment. They get a win. Who gives a fuck? That's, that's kind of how I view the whole thing. Yeah, and you can say that too when we, you know, look back once the playoffs start at, like, the Bucks or – the Vikings. It's like, hey, a couple Any teams, team. yeah, had some tough losses throughout this whole entire only season. Only one by four, like, yeah, that's exactly. And they that's play gonna... the they play the Eagles on, I think, either Christmas Day or New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. So it's like, you know, that you win that game, no one fucking cares about oh, squeaking by the Texans. Eagles are a wagon. Let's go to another overreaction. Love watching that team play football. This is life at a party. Matt six one five. You want to have a good time. That's the life of the party. He knows how to play the guitar, can sing pretty good. Doesn't mind having a conversation. Loves a good cold drink. Oh, yeah. Goddamn right. We'll have a toast for the most. We'll do a cheers. We'll, no, we'll keep it is moving. That Taylor? What's that? My bad to cut you off in the middle of that beautiful rant, but is that Taylor Lewan in his picture with him? Could be. Top left? Looks like it. Yeah, that's what Taylor was wearing that jacket, I think, in Columbus. Yeah, he looks super cool. Looks super cool in that photo as well. Yeah, good. I appreciate you cutting me off. Actually, I had no out. I had no end. So <laughs> you gave me one. That's, that was perfect teamwork there. I appreciate that. Boom. Yeah, it is Taylor yeah. the one. And yeah, Will. Yeah, Will. Oh, wow. oh, okay. You can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> <laughs> Will Compton's tweet to Emmanuel Acho in his rap mm-hmm. against the Chargers. It only had like 17 likes, I think three retweets or something. Man. And I have no idea how. Deserve a thousand X that. It was one. Why don't we play it? I don't know if we can. Copyright claim. Breaking Bad. It's a Breaking Bad. I, I I haven't seen Breaking Bad, so I didn't know what was coming out of little young drug dealers' right. mouth. Yeah. Whenever I clicked on a video, and then what it was was like so. Home run. So yeah. good. So good. Anyways, Matt got called by Will, life of the party himself. Taylor Lewan also. Mm-hmm. Matt gets called in to 
you know, kind of bring the juice. Right. And he fits right in. That's why in the 615, they fucking know Matt. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Big time. Ha- hashtag PMS. <laughs> I don't want to overreact. They put it up here, obviously. Hashtag PMS. I don't want to overreact. But the Titans are dead. Another year of a first-round playoff loss is staring us in the face, and we still won't fire our offensive coordinator. Hashtag fire Todd Dewey-ing. Hashtag help our O-line. So my problem with this whole thing is, you lose Taylor Lewan, who's one of your best offensive linemen in franchise history. Also, Pro Bowl, All-Pro in the NFL. Great. And at the moment, it's just like, oh, the podcaster's gone. Yeah. Whenever you lose production from the offensive line, when you lose to Taylor Lewan, like, I think it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand there. I don't think enough people are giving respect to Taylor because he is in the podcast game and has incredibly cool hats. But for whatever reason, they got stomped by the Jags. That is not a good sign at all. Do you think Vrabe's going to be able to get this team to turn back around? Or do you think he's going to Ohio State after a season? Whoa! AJ, AJ, answer. I, mean, I didn't know. Is Ryan Day on his way out? I don't know. I don't know. We don't know either. Vrabe's coming in. We don't know. I don't know. I don't, if I was Braves, I sure wouldn't. I wouldn't want to get back in the college game if I was Braves. He was there for a little bit. He knows what it is. Me neither. It's different now, too, with NIL. Me neither. But NIL makes it easier, but, right? Don't have to be on the road as much. Uh, do you? I don't think so. Every, every, uh, I don't think they're doing as many road visits as it is, like, Zoom, call. Show us the, just give us the money. That's all they're saying. Money, pay pay in, me what I – Yeah. Okay. Interest. You know, mm-hmm. here's some interest. Get you on campus. How about that shot? How about that shot Derrick Henry took on the sideline when it popped out, popped to the fumble? Oh, my. Like, that was a monster hit. Derrick Henry, too, is a monster guy. So, Gosh, to yeah. lay that type of hit is obviously going to have to be a big-time collision. It was. What a, what a bounce. That thing could have bounced out of bounds. Yeah. Could have bounced out of bounds. Should have bounced out of bounds. With how close it was. He was damn near out of bounds whenever the fumble happened. Instead, bounces right into the chest of a fucking Jaguar. Whenever the football Mm. gods are having that happen, that's a massive shot. That's an airborne a little bit. Boom. Look at that. Boom! That's why you run to the ball, guys. Flatback. Good things happen. You don't see Derrick Henry like this much. No. Never. This is not a Derrick Henry type receiving shot. Normally he's the oh, it's like Mike White almost. What a shot! Congratulations, good lean. Do you see how forward Ben from that side angle? I mean, he had full, perfect body. I think they were winning at this point too. Boom! That game changer. It was good hustle. If you saw in that the beginning of that play, he slipped, and so like it, he slipped on the play action popped right up and was running full speed and that's what man watch this he slips oh oh no gotta get it back up and he gets there Boom! man how did that come right to, to Josh? sometimes when you're getting those bounces life feels good that's like team of destiny type mm-hmm. feel and i don't know if that means for this year for the jags i do think things are turning around though for them congrats to jags get a massive win go, jags and on the flip side what's going on dunner dude that ain't the variable we know that ain't the variable led titans that we know of at all at all how did how the run game just shut down? What happened? Two yards in the second half, Derrick Henry, allegedly, is yeah. what was being reported or whatever. He I was rolling. 98 yards yeah. in the first half. Yeah, had 100 it. yards and a tud. Everybody thought he was on his track to have two tuds, like Boston Connor said yep. last week. A lot of those tweets going, Connor said it, mm-hmm. hasn't had a touchdown in a couple of weeks, he's going to have two TDs. All signs pointed to that. He did not. They shut it off in the second half. Congrats to the Jags. But once again, let's get back to this. The fuck's going on with the Titans, dude? Is Vrabel, what's going on with Rabel over there? I don't know, man. Like, I don't. I, 
Are you, are you saying like the Titans are dead? They're not going to do anything? Like they're. I'm not saying that ever because Vrabel's their the coach. Because Vrabel's their coach. They're, they're leading the AFC yeah. South as well. I have respect for Vrabel as a coach, as a leader of men, as a strat, uh, strategist. I think, uh, I think in yep. football, strategist. Uh, strategery. Strate- mm-hmm. I, I have faith mm-hmm. in his brain. I think he's a, a good football guy. That's why whenever you see him get fucking walked at home to the Jags, you have to be like, what's going on? GM gets fired. You know what I mean? It's just like, what the fuck's going on in Tennessee, AJ? I don't know. I mean, the, the thing that I have faith in what they can do, obviously, Raves, I'm biased because I've known him for a while and have a lot of respect for him as a coach and a person, but the, the Titans are a team that can go anywhere and win, though. Like, they would... They would fare much better in poor conditions. So if they go on the road, it's cold, snowy, windy, rainy. Like that's when they can go get wins. And there's other teams that you might get that are a little more high flying offensively. You might get worried if they get put in one of those games. I agree. They have all of the build for it. Yeah. But that was a weird loss to the Jags in Week 14 for a Titans team that we have. That kind of came out of nowhere for me, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, and I mean the playoffs aren't set right now, but it does seem as though the Titans are going to win that division, have a home playoff game. But when you look at the possible five seeds, like Lamar and the Ravens, Burrow and the Bengals, who we were just talking about, the Dolphins, like the teams that are going to finish in that top five, you know, either five or six, is going to be a very good team that they're going to have to play, and it's hard to imagine them beating those teams, especially if they play a team who has like a really explosive offense you just look at them like like Diggs mentioned earlier like if Henry's not going like they're not the kind of team like if they get down by two touchdowns or by like 17 points and and Henry isn't just eating like they just don't have the the skill guys to be able to hang in games like that we have faith in frames but it doesn't look good life of the party we agree with you there he you're saying no chance he goes back to Ohio State Oh, I'm not saying that. I don't. There's always a chance of something. Oh. But I, oh. How would he leave Tennessee, though? Well, I don't know. If he could go save Ohio State, isn't that a big Ohio fuck thing to do? Isn't that yeah. like? Yeah. Say, I mean, I don't. All right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, but I don't, someone's I don't pissed. See it That's what Herb Street said. Herb Street said, "We're talking about firing this guy. This guy's won 96 percent of the games. He's been in the college football playoff. He's won the Big Ten. He's done all this thing. Everybody's save. They're in a bad spot. Expectations, man." Can't beat Michigan. That's Coach all- Tressel came in. Coach Tressel's second year, he won the national championship. I think Urban's second or third year, he won the national championship. Yep. Like, it's crazy. It is crazy. Expectation. You want it that way, though. You want it. You yes. want those types. I mean, that's what you want. Yeah. Like. Urban won the first ever college football playoff, right? Yeah, 2014. Yeah. They were like a 14 seed, and I think, in the, the first ranking. And yeah. then they end up. The you got the fourth. Rabe's getting the opportunity to beat his buddy Fickle's ass in the Big Ten, too, you know? Maybe he's, hey, I wouldn't be mind beating this guy's ass. Brings A.J. Here. Hawk and Bobby yeah. Carpenter in. Wide. Schlegs. We got all Wide. of Ohio in there. Oh, my God. But he is reigning coach of the year with the Tennessee Titans. They're still leading the AFC South. And there's a lot on the table. And he might be a GM next year. Yeah, which, good point. Hey, could do that at Ohio State, man. Mm-hmm. Be a real shame you get out of the Colts division, Vrabes. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't want that. Let's go to another overreaction. I was told. Uh, Todd Sitkler at T. Sitkler. Got a couple dogs. They look cute. Hashtag PMS. I don't want to overreact. But it's the same old Vikings. Vikings. This happens all the time. They get my hopes up and then suck late in the season. I didn't want to believe it, but they are frauds. Hashtag overreaction Monday. I respect that, Todd Sitkler. Do you feel like he's in the right for saying this? I mean, losing to the Lions. Lions were favored. Sportsbooks had a feeling yeah. on something. <laughs> Lions won five out of six. They are hot right now. Are you out on the Vikings because of what happened yesterday? and how Jared Goff looked against that D more specifically? No, I mean, I'm not I, I'm not in or out on any team after just one game. But 
the Vikings would worry me a little bit. I'm not saying they're frauds, but I'm definitely questioning if they are one of those elite teams that has a chance to make a run and win the Super Bowl. What's your problem? I mean, look, one of the biggest things we've talked about on this show is how dead the Patriots are and how bad they are, and Mac Jones hung 380 on them. So I know that as a Patriots fan, I get to watch it every week. The fact that they did that to the Minnesota Vikings probably should have won that game. It feels as though, yeah, they are frauds. Okay, so that isn't what Victor the Vikings saying. T. Sickler there is feeling very different than – Victor the Viking. Victor the Viking said he's coming back stronger than ever. He said, I'm supposed to dominate this guy. I'm supposed to kill this guy. Yeah. And he said he's going to move on and do better after having Foxy was drinking Victor the Viking tears mm-hmm. after the big time win yesterday. Foxy, you think the Vikings are dead? Did you guys fucking kill the Vikings and Victor the Viking more specifically? Right? I'll say this. Do I think Victor the Viking is dead? Yes, because the Lions absolutely dominated them. But I think the Lions are good. I don't think the Vikings are dead. I think that offense is awesome. And then you got to give the Lions a little credit. We have one of the best offenses in the league, so the defense is going to struggle. So, no, I don't think the Vikings are dead. Is, is there some question marks? Yeah, you could say that. But, Victor, that dude's dead. This is exactly what it is like, though, for fans whose team lose to teams that are notoriously terrible. Yeah, yeah. So you lose to the Lions, it's like, we just lost, over. We lost to the Lions. Yep. Jesus. Yep. Oh, my God. There's Victor the Viking. Tears, obviously, Whoa. in the back. Foxy had a great video. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. That's all I needed for him. He came personal with me. I'm supposed to kill this guy. I'm supposed to dominate this guy. And from that point on, I did. <laughs> that was an incredible video. Yeah. Great response. Bro, Victor is He's on it. so good. Oh, yeah. He's really good. He's had a great you know, year against our office. I'm not saying that, but look around, man. We have zero winning record teams in this office. Aside from Bruce and the Giants, and they just got beat and by they 80. suck. Yeah, but Jeff Saturday, the Giants are dead. Yeah. Yeah, they're dead. Oh, dead. my God. They're, they're so dead. dead. What does the future look like over there? Bad. Who knows? Dable's a guy. Yeah, I think he's a guy. Wink will be there for a while. I don't think they've had enough success for him to get plucked to be a head coach somewhere else. Maybe, maybe Wink will get plucked to go elsewhere. But what's the quarterback look like next Mm -hmm. year? What's that team look like next year? The Giants were supposed to be something, AJ. Giants were supposed to be something. What do you mean? Both New York teams, there was a lot of of, uh, hype, a lot of expectation there. Now I feel like people are cooling down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was told Zach Wilson was a good quarterback. Uh, I was told Danny Dimes figured it out. Is he going to dress? What's that? Zach, Mike, Wilson? Zach wasn't going to dress there soon. Nah. Mike White's going to play. Mike He's White's a dog. Playing. Yeah, dude. Mike White said they would have had to peel me off that field yesterday. That's his actual quote. <laughs> they did. They had to. <laughs> yeah, they did. He came right back in. Funny you say that, Mike. You had to get peeled off the guy's shoulder pad first. <laughs> yeah. So they had to peel yeah. you off, and then they had to just drag your fucking carcass off the body or off the field a couple of times. Let's get those bigger. Yeah, get your cap yeah. Let's get those big ones. You know, because there's there's some guy. Philip Rivers had like Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. Jalen Hurts has a rocks a huge one. Yeah, yeah. he's got a huge. Mm-hmm. As you should. Right. I think him running by the way so smooth, mm-hmm. and the way he goes down, there's never like a big hit. It's no. like he always is either delivering it or it's like a smooth landing yeah. for Jalen because of how fucking just massive he is. They're unbelievable. Yes. Like so happy the for board. the Johns. Their yeah. one weakness. Uh, early in the year, they were like 25th or something like that against the run, and then they brought in two of the biggest bodies in yes. the NFL, yeah. and now they're good. Shored that up they, they held, Yeah. Now All right, let's mean. do some workouts. What are we looking for? Just girth. Huge dudes. What do you mean girth? We're going to run them or whatever? No. Don't just literally just have them walk in. Line them up. We need them to stand on that scale. We need them to get fucking height and weighted, mm-hmm. and then we'll call them back. For everybody, anybody that's available in defense, how much – 
Yeah, fucking go find. Oh, okay, Linval Joseph, who's 6'7", 455 pounds. Mm -hmm. We saw him in his first week against the Colts, live in person, 10 yards away from us. Fucking mountain. Just a meat mountain. That that is literally what he was. Huge, and he just gobbled. How you doing? And then is Adamican Zeus still available out there? Yeah. Did he lose a bunch of weight like... um, like any of those guys that retire Bandica. and they go on to do Iron Man and stuff like that? No, no, no. He's still massive. Cool. Oh, Fucking okay. put him right Bring next him to him. Yep. It's just like that. That type of aggression, that wherewithal to do that, just so smart. Their one, their one weakness now is they are out of punter. Because Aaron Sipis, Sipis, or Sipos, Sipis, I don't know the proper pronunciation. I apologize. He rolled his left ankle pretty severely after a punt got blocked in a backed-up situation, and he had to wear with all to know that the ball was behind the line of scrimmage. I'm going to scoop that thing. Then I'm going to go get a first oh. down on a fourth and six. Dead. Oh, my ankle. Just stepped out Worth of bounds. It. Thing got rolled. Obviously, the Giants were going to score here. It would be the only touchdown they would have early because it would be on a short field. Punt got blocked, and he got hurt in the same play. Not a fun thing. Anytime you hear the thud, thud, like there was right there in that backed-up situation, I mean, who knows whose fault that is? Who knows if that was a lower ball, if the person got too far? I'm not going to break down the analytics of where the block point was supposed to be or what it wasn't going to be. But whenever he gets boom and his ankle rolls right there. Inside, too. Yeah. There were some great punts. Rules in this, it, rules it great punts in inside. Game. That's like, that's painful. Yeah, because yeah, normal yeah. outside roll. Watch it. Yeah, you'll see that if you see if you see it in this angle, it goes boom. Ooh. 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 Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. Couldn't walk. Hope he's okay. A super athletic play though by him to get yeah. the ball scoop. Great scoop. Great scoop. Yeah. A lot of Aussie rules football tweets coming out because he used to play Aussie rules football where you do have mm. to do exactly everything: punt, scoop, run. Mm-hmm. And then get tackled, but his ankle rolled in there. He got hurt. Uh, took the hit pretty well, by the way. Yeah. Walked off, took the hit, body hit pretty well uh, for any position, not just a punter, if I do say. And then Jake Elliott had to come in and punt. So they're going to be on the market for a punter. Jake Elliott, smart decision. Just put that thing straight up and down, give you the biggest surface area to kick. Just try to catch it and get the fucker out of there. Thought he did fantastic. Thought the football gods didn't bless him with a big-time bounce. No. He could have got a good 10, 15-yard bounce out of that. Instead, it was only three, four yards. Uh, but good work, Jake Elliott, stepping in. Hey, Jake. Yo, Jake. What about what about the other side? What's that? One of the punters pass. tried to drop kick. Yeah, so that's a nightmare, dude. That is that was sick. I'd like to see that. That is a uh, so like I had a glove on my left hand because when I'm holding, I, I could catch that thing pretty good, and when snaps are coming, could catch that thing pretty good. Used to get a lot of work in a jugs machine. I enjoyed having good hands. I thought it just made me much more comfortable when I went out onto the field. Like, okay, my hands are going to be good. We'll be able to figure it out. So I put in work on it. You know, you are what you emphasize. I emphasize my hands. I'm very comfortable with my hands wanting to be there. But I had this hand uncovered, you know, and we'll be in a cold area, dry, dry environment. And it's like, if your hands are dry on a football that's leather, so slick. So slick. That's why you see like Dan Marino, Drew Brees, basically every single quarter does one of these or they have a towel that has a little moisture on it that they touch to keep a little juice on your hands so you're not just dry on dry ass leather and that thing's slick there so i would lick i would like if, especially if it was a moment i'm like licking rubbing and then you rub it and then it gets dry again you're like well i need to make sure mm-hmm. I, it was like a fuck i was like obsessed with it almost because there is no worse feeling and i did it a couple times in practice you're taking your steps and then all of the, that thing just slips 
right out of your hand. And it's like, oh, no. Because there's a lot of people running this way. Yeah. That ball's going that way. And it is nowhere near in control. That's a nightmare situation. Obviously happened for the Scottish hammer. Jamie Gillen just yesterday. No fun. Illegal <laughs> kick. It's a legal kick. Can't do that. I assume they brought it back to where the ball was spotted because that's a drop kick. It was a missed field goal if you take it from there. So, <laughs> I mean, it oh, is. No. That is certainly a scene, but I yeah. he's going to make that son of a bitch. Yeah. Could you imagine that ball drops and he just fucking <laughs> boom, drop kicks that thing through the uprights? Uh, yeah, that's a nightmare situation. I've dropped a snap before. I dropped a snap, hit the ground, scooped it, shook a guy. Pretty good. Pretty good little shake, actually. And then I, <laughs> I went running back and I ended up punting it. One out of bounds at like the 17 or 16 or something like that. Pretty good. Ended up being pretty good. We had five guys down the field, though, because while I'm running around in the <laughs> yeah, backfield, everybody's yeah. gone. Had to do a repunt. Everybody was dead tired because a re-kick is Ooh. a terrible thing. And uh, Brom? Brahman? Brom? Oh. Brian Brom? Brian Brom. Yeah, he came Quarterback? through. Quarterback? No. No, not him. Played special teams and backup QB. No, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. <laughs> I think it was Brahman. Brahman. Yeah. Bra- I forget his Long name. Long hair. Dude, he looks like Momoa, Jason Dwayne Momoa. Yeah. He's, this dude's very handsome. Very handsome. Yoked was a special teamer for the Texans for a long time. Then he went with the Eagles. I think he won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Great teamer. Long ponytail. Like, one of the coolest looking dudes of all time. Head. Big head. This big. Mm-hmm. Just largest head of all time. Freak athlete. After the re-kick, wraps his whole body around my leg. Almost breaks my knee. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, Brian. so is Brian. Brian Brahman. Brian Brahman. See? You're there's close. A close. There's a YouTube video that says the craziest special teamer in the NFL. Dude, he was fucking awesome. Brahman. <laughs> he was so fast. He was so fast. He was tall and seemed to be quicker out of his start than everybody else. He should have blocked probably seven punts against me alone. And then who knows what everybody – he was probably a menace to everybody else. He was a problem. The guy was a fucking – Just like Momoa. Yeah, yeah, there he is. He's going in to bust my fucking knee right there. Oh, yeah. Mm. Look how big he is. Look how big that fucking guy is in comparison to me. Probably runs like a four. Really close to you. Really close to your body. Yeah, Yeah, he he ends up wrapped around my knee. I don't know if this is just a photo. Is this just a photo? Yeah, he ends up completely wrapping around my knee, and I kick the ball on the other side of his body. It's like a 20-some yard punt, I think, on the other side of it. No call. No no call. How? You tell me. No call at all? None. Nothing. Oh, what, what do they can they explain what what happened? Like, why, how's it no call? They thought he hit the ball. They said because of how bad the ball was. Oh. I was like, yeah, well, he's yeah, he fucking tackled on my leg. There's yeah. a two hundred. What is it? Do they have his height and weight description on there? Dude was literally. If he wasn't around my leg, though, I think I hyperextend my leg because of the way it was. So I think his body served as like a cast. Saved it. Six yeah. five two fifty. He's listed as a DN. Six five two fifty around my Big knee while bitch. I'm kicking a ball. Hey, you hear me? Kicking a ball. Me and him got along, too. Like, pretty good. Chatted before games because I was always like, dude, you're a fucking monster, bro. Like, you need to relax. He laughed. Good personality, good energy, good juice. And then he does that to me. He asked me if I'm all right. I'm like, yeah. And I look at the ref. I'm like, what are we, what are we even doing? And it's like, get up, you bit. Like, basically, <laughs> get up. You know what I mean? I'm like, I hope I can. It's happened like, to- so at that moment, I wish my fucking knee was still together. I think that happened to Chris, Drew Chrisman, I believe, yesterday, if I remember correctly. Somebody bent around his leg? Yeah. No, I think he had his or up. He... he had his up, and then he got smoked. That's a tough one, too, when you're just staying away. Good thing I wasn't. What's the playing. penalties now? What's run into the kicker? What's a personal foul? So it depends on the leg. So I think they decipher because the leg that Plant you're... legs? Plant legs on sportsmanlike? Running into. That's just five. Running. Okay. 
kicking leg is roughing. And I think the reason why they do kicking leg or plant leg is because the timing of when you would hit it. It's not necessarily the kicking leg and the plant leg is how they view it. It's just the timing. Like if you hit this probably afterwards, how you run into it is a graze. And if you hit the kicking leg, normally that's going to be a pretty, pretty violent. But if you blast, if you run into the plant leg hard, they'll give you a 15 yarder, right? But if you like think so. fall into the plant leg and it's not that violent, that's the five yarder. Boom. Okay. I, I don't think I have, uh, maybe I have one. Denver made me do a front flip. That was pretty cool. Mm. It was punt down at like the four there or five, so that got taken out of stats. Game was oh, over. Nice. You got a first down. That's great. I was happy for the team. Yeah, good win. I was happy for the team. Ray Guy Ward was on the line. Yeah. Last game of the year. That would have helped. We were uh, backed up. I hit like a fucking maybe 80-some yard ball. I forget what it was. In the middle of a snowstorm, just happened to catch a clean, and as I'm in the air, a guy spears me, and I fucking boom. First down, we go down and score. Felt like I was fucking part of the team. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. Got hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I can't do those guys that are flopping around, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. bad luck. Tough to watch film. You're flopping around. You know, because you got to watch that in front of people the next day. Like, people forget about that, I think, while they're doing stuff. Like, hey, people are going to see this. You're going to see this. I could never be a part of that. That would be a tough thing. Oh, look yeah. at Pat here. If you don't get one, two, you do a full ah. Mm -hmm. And they don't call it. It's like... Oh, look at a little baby back bitch right there in the middle. Oh, no. Oh, football? Oh. Why do, you, why do you care? I mean, it happens every day in the World Cup, like 15 times a game. Well, I played soccer, too, and you weren't going to see me doing, hey, listen, there's, you know, in competition, let's compete. Let's not be fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's compete. Come on, Asia. You foul Flopping's me. great. I think flopping's hilarious. Well, it's gamesmanship. I certainly enjoy the fact if we have a good one, I'm not going to be said person that's going to do it, though, if that makes sense. But you support it if it helps the team. Yeah, not, you do you. You do you, however you want to do it. I am not the type of person that does it. Probably not as good of a teammate as you, the floppers. Mm -hmm. And that's probably how they view it. I apologize. This goes to another overreaction. Uh, Ty Tyler L. Miller. Tyler, T-Y-E. Definitely goes by Ty, right? Yeah. T-Y-E. Yeah, maybe. Hashtag I don't know. Tie dye. Hashtag, this is a hot take. Hot take. Hashtag PMS. I don't want to overreact. But... The Broncos showed a flash of what they will be next season with Team 3 at the helm. This season was a fluke. Watch out, NFL. The Broncos may have learned to play football. Maybe. Obviously, the Chiefs get a win in an AFC West division rivalry uh, game. Only win by six. They were up a lot, though, early. And, I mean, they were able to do whatever they wanted to do. The Broncos showed great fight. They win. And Frank Clark, who's on the Kansas City Chiefs defense, says, I am so sorry that – that can't happen, okay? We all need to tighten up. We fucking suck. Think about that as a Broncos fan. The other team beats your team, okay? They get a win. Division. You guys will be playing each other a lot. You have played each other a lot. Person on the other team goes to the fans of their team. I'm so sorry. We only won by six against this team. That should have been. We're embarrassed. That's fucking disgusting, to be honest. And we're going to change that whole thing. That is quite a time to be alive here, Broncos fan. Did you see what he saw? Did you see what Ty saw? Did you see the future? And did you see some success from Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett? I can't say I'm on the same page as this uh, Ty, T-Y-E, wow. oh, Tyler hey. guy. I don't know what this team looks like. What do the Broncos look like next year? Is Hackett there? Is Russ there? No. Who, is there? Are there studs on defense there? Can they bring any free agents in? Who do you draft? Like what? What are the Broncos next year? I guess we have to assume Russell will be there because of his massive contract. Oh yeah. But is his play going to change? Well, and also we can assume they're going to take a big swing at the coaching 
thing, right? Oh, yeah, big time. Because money can manipulate that particular world because they can pay whatever they want to a coach, whatever they want to a GM. They have the richest owner in the NFL. Will that owner spend the money? We assume they will. They just bought a fucking NFL team. They just paid Russell Wilson before the season even started. You're right. The future of the Broncos could look very different. We have no idea. But maybe we saw that Russell Wilson knows how to play football again. And let me tell you the one part of it that we saw. He was running. Yes. And now – him running ended up getting his head, him dumped yes. on his head, yeah. which is very scary with a bruise on and everything like that. We hope he's okay. But him moving, running, playing, maybe that is what the future looks like with Russell Wilson in Denver if they want to have success. I mean, you want to talk about a fall from grace, seeing a lot of that today out of Broncos fans, like being super happy yesterday that they scored 27 points, kind of just like let you know the state of the Broncos, like because they've just been fucking killing them all year, and then you score 27 points, and you would have thought that they won you know, the AFC Championship this morning. Let's go to another one. Uh, let's go to another overreaction. It's from Paulie G. At Paulie G. Hell yeah. Hashtag PMS, I don't want to overreact. But the Bucks are dead. Brady can't save them anymore. Tom's getting ready to find his new home in Las Vegas. We fucking agree. We also appreciate every single person that overreacted on Twitter with us this morning. I can't thank AJ Hawk enough. You like that? You think he's going to Vegas? I think it's a possibility, absolutely. I think so, too. Absolutely. I think the writing is on the wall. All over the place. Him being Jules, single. Get Jules back. Gronk, Jules. Who knows? Maybe Amendola comes out of retirement. Maybe. Get the whole gang back. Jules said that he could get open four games. You need him. Mm-hmm. I, I got a four-game run if oh. you need me to get in there, mm-hmm. especially with how his knees have potentially okay. healed up. Gronk's back probably better than ever. Saw him on the Fox uh, halftime show and kickoff yep. show doing his thing. He could come Hilarious. back. Dana White loves him. Oh, He's single, <laughs> Sin City. Yeah. Oh. So we think he's just playing bad because of the Bucks. I don't know. I don't see. I have no idea. Bruce Arians is probably going to bed every night saying, I'm a fucking guy. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm, I'm a genius. genius. I know. Yeah. yeah. So, Go ahead. Tom could, live on the, Tom could live on the 80th floor, have the whole top story of one of those sweet hotels. Like, that's his penthouse. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. And also, the, it could be. Yeah, but the mansions there in Vegas, there, remember? Yeah, yeah they you're build right. them. They're amazing. Yes. Right. A lot of space. Not Mark as Davis expensive. might let him move into his new spot. Uh, he might have been building that for Tom. Yeah. yeah. We Mark, don't know. Oh, here we go. Mark will move into the in and out. We did figure it out. Sure. We also figured out that our show is much better when a fuck from Ohio joins us in an attic oh, yeah. from Ohio. We can't thank you enough today, AJ. Great show today. Out of here. AJ, AJ. Uh, Toxic Table at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. Great work today. I appreciate you, boys. Yeah, you too, back. Turn right Diggs, you're the absolute man, pal. I can't wait to watch Hammer die in 15 minutes. All the boys in the back, great work. Dirty Bruce. Tim was in the office today. Yeah. CFO Phil back in Pittsburgh. Can't thank everybody enough for their contributions to this place. Can't wait to enjoy our Christmas party tonight. The White Elephant. Ride. We have some breaking news. Motor City Dan Campbell will be joining us tomorrow at 1.15 Eastern. The head coach of the brand New Lions will be stopping by the program 1.15 Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. That'll be followed at 2.05 by Aaron Rodgers on Aaron Rodgers Tuesday after a bye week. Can't wait to see where his mindset's at. The show continues to do okay. And we are so thankful because of all of you choose to watch it. Our predictions for this evening, the Patriots favored by one and a half or two and a half on the road against the Arizona Cardinals, Boston, Massachusetts, Foxborough, Massachusetts travels in a four and a half hour flight to Arizona favored by two and a half with Mac Jones at the helm. AJ, what do you like? 
Well, I don't have a ton of confidence in this Arizona Cardinals team right now, but I don't have a bunch of confidence in the Patriots offense either. So I'm taking the Cardinals Eat at shit. plus two and a half. Eat Cardinals shit. plus two and a half. Okay, cool. Give yep. me the Patriots. Mm. Minus two and a half. Good pick. I don't love it. Not betting on it. <laughs> Just making a pick because uh, I feel like the Arizona Cardinals are in quite a predicament over there. Yeah. Seems like it's yeah. they're in a bind and they're way behind yeah. and they're looking, looking for a – Looking to make a deal. A, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think there's a lot of that. Speaking of buying and we're way behind, who wants to make some putts? Connor? Yeah, Diggs? let's do it. Who wants oh. to give away some money? Yeah, I'll, I'll Con man. Con, I mean, I'm a lefty. But you want to shoot matter. or you want to you shoot hoops? Let's go NBA threes. Uh, or okay. stage. I'll just shoot it from the stage. I can make it from here. Yeah, I don't Dig think you've ever it. proved that. No, I can make. I, I made it that one time we were watching that terrible, terrible. Oh yeah, Alabama, Alabama uh, Mississippi State. We, we once again yeah. we hope Coach Leach. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right, couple state shots here. Twenty winners. Holy five hundred dollars. Twenty winners because it is the holiday season. We got our Christmas party happening this evening. Woo. Holiday party to be followed in the next couple of weeks. Twenty winners of five hundred dollars. If Boston Connor on this. New England Patriots Monday Night Football overreaction oh, Monday, oh. December 12th, 2022. If Connor can pull one of these balls into that hoop, 20 people win $500 who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody, and put their cash tag in the same reply so we can pay officially. Boston Connor. Get right. Oh, boy. 0 for 1 on the basketball. It's okay. You got a feel there. Don't let Santa get in your way. He's got a surfboard. See, that's what I was worried no, about. No, no. It's good vibes. Good vibes. Purposely Boom. There it is. Oh, got a couple footballs. That was in. Here we go, Connor. That was a good shot. That was a damn shame. 20 people to win five. Oh, a little lower that one. I like that angle. Oh. Oh, Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, that's a bad one. Oh, fuck. You want to make some putts, bud? Bank it. Go make some putts. Drink some putts. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's not just. Hey, listen. Here we go, dude. Dude, these are a big deal. Don't just power through. This is what I had to tell Darius the other day. Hey, let's not get through Take these. Time. Take let's time. do these. Yeah. Take your time, well, pal. Uh, we know the strategy now. Yeah. Now Connor is a lefty, so he'll be putting right-handed. This is goofy-footed for one him. One of five. All he's got to do is one of five. Better than his good touch. <laughs> 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 One of five wrong-handed in this holiday yep. season. Fifteen people will win five hundred dollars. Who legs? Oh, get legs. We got a lot of legs. I don't think we need legs. Yeah, hit a barn. We need breaks. We need breaks. <laughs> hit us. Boston Connor. Oh, oh that might be it. Oh. No. That was a good putt. All Connor needs to do is make one of these last two. I'm just finding it. I'm just 15 finding people it. win $500 who oh. retweet this video. Oh. Oh. He's got that crosshand grip. I know he can't hear me, but why does he go cross? Because he's uh, lefty. If Connor left-hand can left-hand. make this putt, 15 people win $500. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, you can still- All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Yep. Maybe next MCDC year. will be tomorrow. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers will be tomorrow. And Connor, who will now have to get this weight off his shoulders, yep. man. will hit something for a big-time giveaway because it is the holiday season. We appreciate everybody that watches this. Be a friend, tell a friend, to say something nice to somebody. The world could use a little bit more of that. T's and P's to everybody out there going through something. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.